Welcome to episode 15 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Andy from Fields. Enjoy the show. Recording in progress. <laughs> How do? Oh, hey man. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You remember you remembered then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. Uh, yeah. I uh I forgot we were recording. <laughs> Easily done. I've got a little surprise for you this week. All right. Don't get did- naked. No, I did a little did a little um re-listen to some of the apps uh to take some notes. And then mm. that's when I remembered. Like in order to be channeling uh, the brand social podcast properly, I need to be wearing an Atticus hat. <laughs> and I was Brilliant. like, but what better to go with an Atticus hat than uh, an Atticus t-shirt? <laughs> 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 it, it, honestly it's so small it's like it's painted on <laughs> brilliant fucking hell it's a, it's a body suit yeah man yeah it, it barely covers my belly button which is why i'm not standing up any further than i already have <laughs> oh fuck no i'm gonna take that off now because the hat is incredibly old and quite moldy um and <laughs> has uh itchy bits and you did look like you're about to play around a golf there yeah i do like to play around a bit not golf <laughs> Oh, how's things, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm just trying to pack at the minute for holiday. Um, yeah, we are. Jammy get. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but uh, there's loads of things that I forgot I had to do that I've now got to squeeze into the two evenings that I've got before I leave because I've got plans on Saturday and plans on Sunday that I can't and won't change. Um, mm. and I'm leaving at like 6 a.m. Monday. Not too bad. How about yourself? uh yeah it's been fucking manic that's nice just, though isn't it it is but it's just kind of i was about to say it's come out of nowhere it's kind of we did expect it but it's like like november like october november are never or october and the first part of november are never good mm. they're always slower and then like got to like mid end november and it was like okay this is a bit mental and now it's like end of November going into the start of September. It's like, right, okay, I'm struggling to keep up already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just going from nothing to 100 miles an hour so quickly. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's good. I'm not fucking moaning, obviously. Um, but it's just trying to figure out when I'm going to fucking fit fit all these jobs in. Ah, uh, you'll do um, it. You just, yeah, sort of, no. you just sort of, it just sort of happens, doesn't it? Yeah. you're not sure you're going to do it and then it'll then you do it mm. like the, the little train who the little train who thought he could is that what it's called the train who i've no idea what you're about. the little train who the little the story about the little chuchapoff no <laughs> he didn't think he could do it and then he did it and he was like oh shit actually i can do it all right you're calling me a train <laughs> trains <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it gets it back on track, doesn't it? Boom, boom. Yeah, I haven't picked up a squeegee since last week. Really? Yeah, uh, I've got loads of jobs on, but none of them are urgent. Um, so I just spent like 
a good like three or four days blitzing the studio and giving it a real good tidy and fixing some little things on my list that I've been planning on doing. Um, I've, I've, I'm still been in there. I've, just, I've enjoyed it just as much, but I just haven't printed anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that when I come when I come back. I'm not going to rush yeah. anything now. I like to start a job and finish it. I don't like to start it and then have to like walk away from it. Yeah, um, I mean that's the thing with with our place. Obviously, we can't do that. It being water based, which is yeah. it does make me think about not necessarily completely switching to plastisol, but just adding more plastisol because we do occasionally print it. Mm. Um, but it's more for like the specialist inks yeah. so it's like you know if we have like glitter inks or, or whatever glow in the dark and shit like that like then we'll, we'll pretty much always use plastisol because I just think it's better mm. than water based you know it's they do do those things in water based but they're just not quite as good um, and more often not they're a fucking pain in the ass to work with but it's like this you know they're, they're obviously the reason that I forgot that we were recording tonight is a, I've had lots of jobs on and then had this uh, had this job on that's a six colour it was six colour back, two colour front, two colour sleeve um, I did the fronts and the sleeves and then I set up the back uh, this afternoon at like, what was it, fucking three o'clock or whatever, mm-hmm. I had to nip home and then went back to the studio and I was like, oh, I'm just going to smash these out I've got all evening and that and then I sent you a voice message <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, haven't haven't printed a six color for for a while. It's um, it's one of those. I mean, that's the thing. It's like in theory, everybody would love like a fucking six, eight, ten, twelve color print, mm. but nobody wants to pay for it because it's expensive. Yeah, it's a shame, really, because then you don't get to do so many of them, do you? Like, I quite enjoy mm. doing a, a, a complicated one, but only if yeah. I'm getting paid well enough for it and it's a long yeah. enough run. Like, yeah, there's not. It's a, it's a fine line, isn't it? Mm. Really? Well, I mean, see, see this one, it's, it's only 25 pieces. Mm. Which is, you know, it's it, because it's a six colour, it's still going to take me a while to get through fucking 25 pieces. Mm. But, but that's only that's six, what, what, that's only six full loads on your on your cruiser, isn't it? Mm. Well, six, six and six and some change. Yeah, yeah. It's only six revolutions. Yeah. Which is mad when you think about it. Mm. So, but I mean, I think in the new year, what we're going to do is we're going to have to look at our look at the pricing, but also kind of look at how we structure, um, I guess, kind of our jobs that are coming in. So, say at the minute, it's like you know we have minimums of ten for fucking mm. single color designs, and then it's twenty and twenty and above for two plus colors. But I think what I want to do is up everything to twenty four as a minimum. Or may, maybe keep the single colour kind of 12 to 24 or 10 to 20, whatever the fuck I'm doing. I don't have a minimum as such. I just make it prohibitively expensive for anyone ordering. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, we have pricing brackets. So it's kind of like mm. if you're ordering in the 10 to 19 bracket, it's it's a hell of a lot more expensive. You know, it literally, if you go up to the 20 bracket, it nearly halves. Mm. And that's literally just to encourage people to... Not encourage people to spend more for what they don't need, but it's kind of just make it a bit more worthwhile because it's like, you know, if you're forking out, I don't know, fucking say 13 quid for a fucking single colour print because you only want bloody 10 of them or something like that, you might as well take it up to the 20 mark and you're going to be getting them for fucking like nine pound or whatever you're saving on the garment and everything. So it's like, especially like, you know, when it comes to like brands and stuff like that, because it's all about the margins. So... 
you know, I mean, that's, uh, the, that's the, the one thing that kind of gets me with brands. And it's like, you know, I know obviously money comes into it, but like if you're getting something that's such a short run, money aside, it's kind of says to me that it's like you don't necessarily believe in the design. Yeah. You know it's, I, mean? it's, I don't know I, whether that's I, me just being an arsehole. I mean, you are, but that's not that's not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone approach me the other day that said, um, I want some T-shirts done for, for a brand. I was like, that's cool, fine. I said, how many do you need? And rather than saying, I want 25, I want 50, whatever, he was like, how many can I get for 100 quid? And I was like, that's not, I mean, I can work that out if you want. It's going to be a very small number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, like, it's such a backwards way of working out. Like, I can understand him working to his budget. But then yeah. I had to like, it was actually ended up being more work for me because I had to go, right, so this is how many you can get for 100 quid. But then actually, mm. if you get, if you spend like 120 quid, you'll effectively get like two, three on it effectively by the, by the way, by yeah, the way that yeah, my yeah. margins work. And I, and I was like, this is, this is like, why am I doing this work? And I just like, mm. look, I said, tell me how many you want and I'll work it out. And then if it's too much, we'll lower it. And yeah. um, he, hasn't, he hasn't got back to me. So obviously he's found someone, found a better printer to do it. Hmm. Which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Some other glut oh. of a punishment. <laughs> yeah, I'd uh, I'd want um uh th- with this six color job. So on the sleeves, I printed the sleeves yesterday, and uh, one of them I put on the wrong fucking sleeve. I fucking stacked it the wrong way up, and I was just like, oh for fuck's sake! It's just one of those things, isn't it? But luckily, I'd have re- I had some replacements. Um, was it expensive? So it was just- Expensive blank or? Uh, it was on Stanley Sellers. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, uh, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Does the, um... the, do the spot guns work on water base? I presume it does. Yeah. No, you just spot yeah, guns. Because I, uh, it was a full, the full design. Oh, so it's like yeah. a. It's not just like a small mistake. Like, a, like an eight by nine centimeter design. It's like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It would, have been, it would have been more, more, yeah, it would have been more effort to to try and get it off than just fucking use up another blank and then at least I can I've, I've I've fully printed it like you know front sleeve and the back and then I'll just keep it as a sample. Um, yeah, so I do any mistakes I make on expensive blanks like that, like print like location or whatever, or if I'm not that happy with it, like that is a, that is a garment sample. That's all it becomes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I mean, we're constantly get pe- getting people going like, "Oh yeah, can we pop by the sh- pop by the studio and see what you've got in stock?" And I keep meaning to like basically put together like a rail mm. where it's like these are our recommended garments, like a, you know, like a physical catalog sort of thing. Um, it's just fucking effort. <laughs> people <laughs> people want to come by, and it's oh, I want to feel the t-shirt and all this fun. And it's all right, I get you. That's fine and everything, but it's like. I'm not. I'm not sure how, in reality, how discerning like customers are about garments. To be perfectly honest with you, mm. because like, I think once they see their print on something, they're like, they don't give a, they can't give a fuck. It could be, it could be mm-hmm. printed on a piece of a piece of duvet cover for all they care. Once they see their design on it, they're not bothered. And yeah. but what I, I think we're as printers, we're probably a bit, um, obviously, we, yeah. No, no, it's not just snobby, but we like we're going to the real, the real minutiae of it. So like every mm. tiny extra bit of quality, we can see it as someone yeah. holding it. 
Like, but that's the thing. It's like you know, there is a difference in the print itself. Like mm. you know, if you're printing on a fucking I don't know, Gildan or a fucking Fruit of the Loom, compared to a I don't know, a fucking Stanley Stella or a Build Your Brand or an AS Color or or an EP that or Earth Positive, like there is a notice noticeable difference in the print. Mm. Like because like the cheap cheaper options they just give you such a fucking shit print surface I and you have, have issues that, with fibrillation and shit like that and it's like i have people that specifically request i obviously don't do it but they specifically request the gildan um heavy cottons gd005s mm. i love them they wear really what, well five five thousand no the double o is it the heavy cotton the what heavy the short sleeve heavies are gildan five thousands i think Mm, are they? Maybe it's the maybe it's the hoodies I'm thinking of. Well, I've got one here. Oh, the Gildan hoodies. Are I, 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 I use them as um as dusting rags, and I've got all my dusters. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, that's what I use them for. See, I I don't actually mind wearing a Gildan five thousand. Yeah, I remember you saying on Jack's podcast like you mm. weren't like you wouldn't They're print quite... on one. No, no, I wouldn't print on one, and I wouldn't fucking buy one. Mm. But the other shop I work at, ninety nine percent of what they print is Gildan heavies. And it's like, if there's any misprints and they're in my size, I take them because then I just wear them back there and I'm fucking not wrecking my clothes sort of thing. Yeah. But I actually quite like wearing them. Like, they're just fucking horrible to print. Mm. I don't like Gildan as a company. Mm. And, yeah, they're, they're just fucking cheap when, when, rubbish. When, when you look I at like the that kind of, of heavy, washed kind of feel. Well, when you look at the prices of them, like the, the the price they are now, there's no reason not to get an AS color or a Continental. There's no mm. like the the difference. I mean, if you're buying like if you're only doing like twenty t-shirts, the difference is minuscule. And mm. if you're buying hundreds, it'd be, like, it'd be like twenty quid. Yeah, like if that. Yeah. I mean, I think I had one order, and the difference was like it was like eleven pounds. I was like, well, mm. it's a fucking no brainer, isn't it? Absolute yeah. no brainer. Plus, I can guarantee it will come in one parcel rather than eight million. And in one piece. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, like we were printing some Gildans the other day. Um, I've got a big stack of Gildans I need to print at my place. Um, That's a a different story. Um, Not for the brand, for anybody who's listening from Downcast downcast side. We've never touched that with Downcast. Um, But uh, yeah, we were printing a load of uh, Gildan heavies the other day. And there was five of them that basically the armpits just weren't fucking stitched. So it was just like, <laughs> it, it was like an air vent. Oh, I'm, like, I need uh, some of them. Yeah. I'm a sweaty motherfucker. <laughs> just on one arm though. Do you yeah, have one yeah. armpit sweatier than the other? Yeah, my, my right arm, my leading arm. All right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what they were. You can have <laughs> them if you want. Oh, thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. All right, mate. The Gildan Sweatbuster 5000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, uh, so today we are chatting with Andy from a brand called Fields. Yeah, um, quite cool, aren't they? Yeah, very... Like um, Instagram's like ultra cool. Yeah, yeah. Got some cool shit on there. They do. Um, yeah, seems like a lovely bloke. And uh, they were, pretty sure they were born in uh, born in lockdown. So they're a lockdown baby. But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into all those juicy details with him because he is here and waiting. He's waiting. Excellent. He is. Right. Let's get him in. Hey, you're right. How's it hey. going, mate? Yeah, good, you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Not bad. 
you obviously you've been chatting to Darcy. I'm Pav. I'm the I'm the other host. Nice to meet you, Andy. The yeah, other weirdo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other weirdo. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> cool. How's How things, young... mate? Oh, sorry. Yeah, good. Just, just busy, busy. I've got um several other jobs. Um, just crazy at the moment. But um, yeah, my favourite job is field. So hopefully one day we'll be able to take that. To... That would be full time. That's the dream. One day, yeah. and then I'll probably hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way, mate. So to, before you came on, we were just talking about our shops, and it was just like, yeah, it's mental at the minute. It's just like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> what are your setups then? What, what's your kind of background? Uh, so I've I've got Downcast, I've got the brand, but then I uh, I run a screen print studio as well. Um, oh, wow. And that's, yeah, just November, December are just a bit fucking mental. Everybody trying to get in last minute orders before Christmas and stuff. It's like... Where are you based? Uh, We're in uh, Sussex. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Whereabouts are you? Portsmouth. Oh, right. Fair enough. Not far then. Yeah. Only up up the road. Yeah. Well, a bit bit further for me. I'm a bit bit further east. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the other side of Hastings. Oh, okay, fair enough. Mm. Tomorrow, I think. The land yeah. of 12 fingers. Mm. <laughs> the land of 12 fingers on each hand. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking tennis rackets. <laughs> they call me ping pong path. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, are you the same sort of thing? You, you... I'm, I, I don't have a brand. Um, I'm, not, I'm not as clever and, and, and hardworking as, as the other guests and you guys and Darcy and that. Um, but I'm, I'm a printer i'm a screen printer um so I, I deal with a lot of brands a lot of startup brands i've got a couple that i am um, print i have ongoing print relationships with and things oh, um, i'm sort of in, i mean i'm in that sphere but i don't have a i don't have a brand as such myself i've got my yeah. own designs and things but they're i'm using them sort of as like shop shirts and and like showing people what i can do and sort of thing and yeah yeah more than anything else okay do you um do you guys use the Plastic inks, or is it like the water-based stuff, or is it? Uh, well, you have got one of each here, actually. Darcy's a water bitch, and I'm a plastic old punk. <laughs> plaster twat. Plaster twat. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, we we dabble um, with plaster sol a little bit. We were talking about this just before you came on as well. Um, just more for like specialist inks and stuff like like glitter inks and everything, just because with water-based there. That it's not quite as good um but yeah we've always been water-based love it um a lot of printers moan about it i don't see what the fuss is yeah it's yeah fair enough huh? <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah thank you for um thank you for coming on mate um yeah we've been looking forward to to having a chat with you um so but before we kind of jump into it do you want to tell us a little bit about you what your brand is um and i guess you're uh your origins sort of thing um yeah so i'm from portsmouth as i say i run a festival in portsmouth um so music's quite heavily background if you like um um we work with a lot of other festivals as well around the country etc so that's that's kind of a big deal um that's kind of hence the name fields as the brand that i'm just about to talk about um clever always done always done merch at the festivals which to be honest, has always been, you know, like when we first started, it's probably 
you probably guys get it with um with your printing it was cheap garments you know like quick print get it out and make as much as you could in the old days before you know i think everyone started realizing hang on this is probably not the right thing to do especially yeah. with people. we're looking at everything from cups to you know whatever but um, i've always had, I've just had a keen kind of interest in um in clothing basically i've just always mm. from the brands from like a bit of a skate background i think in portsmouth it's really big skate brand they got strong skate shops skate parks um you know like the car heart kind of things all through as you guys probably know so that's it's it's streetwear isn't it i think that's what i've always just been interested in yeah um with victorious our our festival and other festivals just love the idea of a brand of just just being obsessed with brands since uh, it's just a strange hobby isn't it i don't know why (laughs) just love a brand and i think I've always wanted to do something on my own. I've got we do, we do pubs as well and restaurants in so keep really busy with my, with my mates and it's great. But they've all turned into proper jobs. You know, on the outside it sounds great running a festival or a bar and stuff, but it yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. And um, I do that with other people. I've always done that with other people, and it's great. You bounce off people, but I've never done something just on my own. And and I've, I don't think I've ever had the confidence to do that and stuff. And I'm. Hmm. In the background of all that, I've always been a, um, I've always, I think I've always wanted to be a designer, but I am terrible at designing. Um, I can't use, <laughs> I, I refuse to use Photoshop and stuff. So, you know, I've always had ideas and I've just got people to do it myself. Um, so I think all those combinations together, I've, uh, when, when lockdown happened, I sort of um, brought it all together and decided I was going to try and um, start this brand off. So that's kind of background, really. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, your background was so detailed that you've like we have like a, a certain list of things that we like to cover, and you've Seven covered four. the two yeah, things I was, I was going to ask about. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> carried away. It's nice. To no, mate. No, it's, so, good. it's good. I, 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 was, I was just going to say. I was, I was just, gonna just say, pausing you know. there to be like, oh, what's Pav going to say here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just, just got to be honest with it, mate. You just got to be honest with it. Um, I was just going to say you have one of the one of the coolest things I think on your Instagram. Where like you've mentioned streetwear and that, but you've called yourselves pubwear, which I think is yeah, I love that. Is absolutely brilliant because it it everyone knows what that is. I actually mm. think pubwear is probably easier to define than streetwear now. Yeah. A couple of couple of I've got a couple of mates who are really into that fashion stuff. Um, I won't name them, but they you know the stuff they wear. You it's just like what is this? And it's insane money. Um, they know their stuff, so I've always gone to them for a bit of advice, top end stuff, and then um, tried to pull it back a bit, you know, because I don't mind being, you know, uh, not a sellout, but you know, it's a cool brand, but I don't mind selling to the masses, as it were. And I think um, it's like, what, what are we gonna, what am I gonna do with this brand? What do I want to do? And it's the same with everything else we do. It's all based around what I like. So I've got a craft beer pub, love craft beer it's just easier to tie things in with what you know isn't it rather than trying to do yeah, yeah. um so yeah streetwear was done it but yeah my point was they were when i said pubware they were a bit like oh i don't i don't know if that's right and stuff just thought well it is kind of you know there is at the moment it's a massive kind of um you know like patagonias and all that it's like go outdoors mm-hmm. and then that you really like 
drinking coffee in the outdoors and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, actually, how many people really do that? I mean, we might take a dog for a walk on a Sunday or whatever. It's like, what do people really want clothes for? At my age, you know, like fans, fans and stuff are too young. H and M's just weird on the high street. And I was like, do you know what? I think maybe there is there there's a lot of smaller brands and stuff out there. My mates try and source them. I was like, so it's a good niche to just go. Actually, it's just for the pub. It's what we want to wear. So it's it's yeah. really clever because if someone's going to comment on an article of clothing that you're wearing, it's more likely to be in the pub than it is to be up Everest. Like there 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 are much better things to look up look at up a mountain. <laughs> That's what I thought. I just it's kind of yeah. I mean, festival wear is a bit cheesy and a bit ambiguous. Um, we all go to the pub, don't we? Everyone goes to the pub and talks about stuff. And I think pub just also meant just going out, you know, just as a sort mm. of a bloke is getting older. It's just, it's just clothes to wear, isn't it? So pub wear is probably where most blokes end up at some point. I think it's quite clever because, like I said, street wear as a term, I think, has become very muddy, yeah. um, but particularly in the last, like, five, ten years. Um mm. I mean, when I was a kid, streetwear was basically just like if you're skating or whatever. It was, it was like Nike and Adidas. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. We'd we'd go to the local country store and we would buy the farm whatever the farmer's trousers would buy because you knew you could wear them and fall over in them and they wouldn't rip and they were Carhartt. I'm still still got a pair on now that I bought when I was like 17. And yeah, um, and but that's now it's that's yeah, it. yeah. That's but now it's moment. like streetwear is like a style of fashion now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the... it's difficult though because it's like I mean we like as a brand kind of fall into a certain niche and that's kind of like the tatter inspired sort of stuff but it's like we're the last few years we're really trying to be in like, like getting out of that sort of thing because it's so oversaturated with so many brands doing exactly the same thing and you know don't get me wrong there's a lot of brands doing really fucking cool stuff as well yeah. um, but it's tur- it's just turned into the streetwear sort of thing it's kind of like you know it's yeah you know i had to think about that a little bit with trying to find friends or whatever to model you know people who might be Mm. up for quite hard as you probably found to actually get a middle-aged want to wear some clothes in front of a camera but (laughs) and then to not have tattoos all over them or you know like say because you you don't almost want to be completely defined in that sort of area yeah you don't want to be pigeonholed into it that's why the pub works and using it as a background is quite good and stuff. And and pub as well, these days it can be cool or it can just be normal. It can be everything, can't it? So that was kind of yeah. Kind of the idea. Yeah, it's annoyingly clever of you. <laughs> <laughs> you've, well, um, yeah. you, you've got a very I'm just I'm going through your Instagram now because it's it's just so cool. Oh, thank you. It's really like it, it was hard because we started a lockdown um the missus can take a decent photo so that the also the whole idea of it so we're getting back to it's just me doing it mm. it's like i'm technically like i just can't i'm just all lazy i think on a lot of stuff so i, I do everything on my phone even work i use it all my emails are on there so it's like kind of i use the apps for like artwork on there and i was like do you know what if i can do most of this on my phone then that would be amazing and it's almost stayed like Apart from when I need a really good design, I'll come up with the idea and then a friend who's a designer will just take it to the next level. But everything is kind of tried to keep it really simple. And that's the same with the photos. It was like, I, funny enough, I did just do a photo shoot with a guy. That's the first one where we've had an, a real camera out, if you know what I mean. Mm. It was like 
want to make it again accessible everything just really accessible so um when you do a photo shoot it doesn't look too out of place if you know what i mean because it was yeah. you know your everyday stuff is just on a well, well what, what I've noticed you do is, which I know a lot of brands don't do, you actually come up with like an almost a look, like a style. So you've got mm-hmm. like, I know you've got this this thing about layers, haven't you, on, on a couple of your, and um, you you could literally just buy all three of those things. And yeah, that was my favourite. The you. way you designed it is so they can all work together perfectly. You can well, wear one of these by itself. Yeah, we don't have a, I can't, you know, I haven't got to the stage where I can actually make a coat yet. So I just thought, well, layers is, you know, that's the winter market, isn't it? Let's, because it is at that funny weather as well at the moment, isn't it? You can still just wear yeah. it. It's not quite big coat weather, is it? So layers is that cool. cool. This is the most middle aged conversation I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's clever though, because what, what I find a lot of people, have like the people I deal with is they'll have an idea for a t-shirt and they go right yeah this is the t-shirt and they know the idea for a t-shirt might be really cool and it might look really cool but it needs a bit of context and mm-hmm. by doing but I think by doing what you're doing it's you're giving it context you're seeing it warm with other things it, and other things mm-hmm. that people might already have like they might already have a tan color jacket that they can put the t-shirt yeah. underneath yeah, yeah that's thing. true yeah. yeah that's a good very good point actually um it's really nice to talk to someone else about it because you you're just doing your thing aren't you? you you even forget i think that people actually see it you just go mm, like, yeah doing it for yourself almost and that's what it that's what i like about a lot of brands that work i think and stuff or anything is people just got a real passion about doing it like i, I think this is genuinely the first thing i've ever made not really thinking about money i mean it didn't take long to realize that we were losing loads of money but <laughs> <laughs> the best way to lose it is to not think of it that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was genuinely like you know i just did it out of just really enjoying it and i'm sure that would change at some point you know we get bigger we have to do a lot more work on it but um it's just genuinely being like a passion project and i think that that makes a big difference and i think you can see that on a lot of people's profile you're just doing it for yourself and then it's just lovely yeah. to hear feedback that people were like oh actually that's kind of we like that too you know so talk to us about kind of because you've gone down quite a specific route with kind of like the materials you're using and how you're going about creating your garments can you talk to us a little bit about that yeah so that's an absolute ball ache but obviously (laughs) (laughs) you'll get some ptsd from him asking that question (laughs) yeah but if you 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 guys know like i'm sure anyone can do it i'm sure anyone does like right i'm gonna start a brand it's gonna be this 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 is my logo i'm gonna get that printed that printed off you go um, I'm sure it's not that easy, but a lot of people do it. And from the start, I mean, I had lockdown, so it's the first time I've had time from my other other works and stuff. It was like, hang on, if we're going to do this, it needs to be absolutely everything. And um, it's not everything at the moment. I mean, all the all the products are um, stuff is still coming from like China, etc. You know, and it'll be it'll get to a point hopefully where we'll be able to look at that if it went super serious. Um, but the idea was just to do as much as we can. So everything down to like the, the string and the tag is hemp string. And so you have to, it just took a long time to source everything, make sure we could get it regularly. Mm. And, but anywhere, because it's, it's becoming more of a thing, isn't it? But it's still not quite in everyone's psyche. So ordering something up that is organic or whatever and different fabrics or a hemp, your minimum quantity just to get a sample etc was just like this and then yeah. every, as you look, look mate if you just 
order the normal cotton, I can do it tomorrow and you only have to order one. I was like, no, look, the whole point is, I think that's what it's going to take, isn't it? That's why not everyone's doing it. That's not why the high street's doing it. So going yeah. there to do it, I think obviously it's like it'll just be ancillary to the brand, but people are loving it, obviously, because that's the way everything's going. So yeah. going that extra mile is taking longer, but then I've never done it before. So it's like, you know, it is what to me it's kind of normal. It's just it is annoying when they dangle that carrot. Go, yeah, but if you just do it in normals, <laughs> like and print vinyl on it and blah blah blah. It's like, well, actually, no, I'd rather do it this way. And um, so, so you having the garments manufactured and printed and then sent to you? Is that like from scratch? Is, is depends that what it is. Um, and this has been really nice actually. Like you guys again will know, you can just order a blank from somewhere and and print your logos on which is great and everyone does it from carhartt to whatever as i'm finding out but um obviously any of those was still i wanted to find the right organic cotton or a recycled or something which again took more time but the products that are selling the most are like the open shirts and stuff and that was my design um kind of you know taking ideas that you know everyone does seeing things you like sending them to a design and saying, look, what can we do with this? And then finding the fabric, um, getting that sent over um, or sourcing it here. And then it turned out that if you want to make something in this country, it's like mega money. So I found this. Yeah. Uh, it's going to sound really dodgy on a website. Um, <laughs> That's how me and Darcy met. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, I don't know what it's called. It's one of those ones where you can find people with different trades. And obviously I've never done oh, any. Oh, um, was it Fiverr? I don't know what it was, but anyway, this girl, it took a while and I found this girl and she said, oh, I can make that for you. It was, I had a load of um, hemp denim and I said, I want to do this overshirt. I kind of want it to look... Oh, no, is it Alibaba? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, it's, this is... Alibaba I have used, we could, that's a different story. But no, it's just a... <laughs> you can just find a... It's just a girl in Hemel Hempstead and she was just like, I work for... Oh, right. I mean, I can do your sample, you know, you have to pay for it. So, so that, she got me to a point where I had a sample of everything hmm. uh, I wanted to make. So the overshirts, um, jeans, which the whole thing's based around, which nearly there with. And then we to and fro and she changed it a little bit and stuff. So again, it's expense and stuff and getting those fabrics over, which took a lot of long time. Um, but I knew that that's what I wanted, how I wanted to look and I knew all the fabrics were you know they're, they're great for the, the planet and then you've got to try them all out you know, like some of the hemp's can be a bit full-on or whatever and, and there's a really good cotton blend that's that's what we're using most of the stuff um and then yeah she was really good she said look i, I know quite a few um factories that are in you know small ones that are in london and stuff and they do small runs and stuff but i mean you were talking to, to do that you You'd be looking at like 250 quid a garment, you know, like the high end sort of. Gonna, you see these really cool clothing brands. Yeah. Wow, it's like they only make 10. So I was using Alibaba, and this guy said, Look, it's all, I mean, this is something I'm still looking into. Um, and I'd have to go over there at some point if it ever took off, you know. But I, I, I did my due diligence as much as I could to come across these guys who make a lot of stuff. They showed me the brands, and I contacted the brands in America and stuff that they use. And they're like, Look, these guys are really straight up. These are got all the certification we've been there you know visited it um so they said they can make them for me instead of having to do them here and they and they helped me with a few 
sample. So I've kind of over like three years kind of worked out of where I can get each garment made and try yeah. to narrow it down. Um, so all the printing's still done in Britain, all the samples are still done in Britain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'd imagine all the stock, um, a few that we use, and I'm sure you guys do, are probably made in India, I think, you know, like the Stanley Stellas or the mm. kind of thing. Yeah, so, we love a Stanley Stella. Yeah, and, they, and again, they're great, the reputable. And um, so I use a couple of those on stuff. Um, but I, yeah, the passion of, about all of it is the ones that we've made ourselves and people are loving, yeah. you know, best selling thing. The point where now, like, we'll come up with our next problem is cash flow. It's like, hang on, these guys in China will make it, which is great, but they'll it'll have to be like a hundred minimum quantity or whatever. Mm, yeah, right. That's how many, and then source the buttons that go on it, the labels, etc., and all that. You know, it all adds up, doesn't it? As you guys again probably know more than me, and that's that's what we're learning. In, in this instance, you are the the fountain of the knowledge, the the depth you've gone to. <laughs> is unreal <laughs> if i'm honest most yeah. m m most brands find the cheapest t-shirt slap a logo on it hope yeah. hope it resonates with someone bosh um, well, that's what we did again i think that's what we did in the early days years ago 10 years ago when we started our festival with the, with the stuff and that's exactly what i didn't want to do and mm. it was really it, it it's a load of hard work i didn't really notice it and um now it's to a point where all the, apart from the jeans, I think we've got seven or eight items, which I'm really pleased with. And now it's got to a point where all we have to do is replicate it. So I know where everything's mm. from. Yeah. Uh, Ram, are you tempted to do like pre-orders or anything for for items? I know you said you're worried about ordering like 100 in, but if you've got people that you know would like them, would you consider going, right, we're going to order these. If we can get 100 people to do it, then... Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, again, I haven't had that much time to play around with social media, but I love people who do that kind of thing. You know, it's like put it out to the audience. I've got a sweatshirt that I'm working on at the moment. I'm like, I'd love it to just be this little print or do we do a big back print? And it's kind of like the missus is like, well, why don't you just ask people? You know, it's like, I like that. That's yeah, quite, yeah. Like, people do that a lot, don't they? So well, people, people like to feel involved in a brand. That, that, yeah. that, that's all it is. Because when, when you're buying a brand, you're buying into it as well you're not just buying the t-shirt you're buying a, sort of almost like a, a membership to that club sort of thing. yeah and that, that's really interesting because that's what i need to now look at a bit more because it was like okay i don't want to make any money at this straight obviously it'd be great to make money but you want to lose money and i just want to build a brand so you instantly go out there trying to get followers and likes and and then you're like tell the odd item and then you're like actually talking to you and other people it's like actually i'd rather keep that person happy now because he's really invested in that Mm -hmm. will be i'm not sure this is what i'm learning you know with mailing lists or things that will be key to that person who's bought but you they're, they're really important aren't they that person that's invested in your brand and yeah. bought i mean we we made the mistake of like uh when was it probably two two and a bit years ago so we went really really heavy on like the social media ads and stuff like that um gained like you know loads of followers and like we're getting orders through the door and everything but then uh, they had a bit of a crash, crash to earth sort of thing when uh, all the iOS updates and everything happened, and it, it you know it killed us. And but since since then, like the brand has continued to do well. But it's <laughs> like we've developed like a really really loyal customer base, 
and like when those orders come through from those kind of like regular customers like when we release something new or even if it's they're just coming back to buy something they haven't bought before it's such a fucking cool feeling such yeah, a cool feeling man yeah and it's like it feels really really re rewarding because it's like you know I, I still have days after doing this for been doing this since 2017 like you know i still have days where it's like oh should i just pack it in like you know but it's like in the same breath it's like i've invested so much like over the last few years like i mean both financially and like mentally fucking physically whatever <laughs> because i'm the you know the sole operator i'm the designer i'm the printer i'm the bloke who runs the post office like you know it's kind of it feels a bit difficult to like let go of and you know i'm, I'm not seriously considered doing it but it's just like you know it's you have shit days and it's just like i really can't be asked with this anymore like it's too much effort it's more it's, you know it's more effort than it's worth sort of thing but seeing yeah. those customers come back that makes it worth it and it's just like yeah just yeah. getting that first customer was good but then i was just so worried about the maybe not with the, the sweatshirts and stuff because like you say that it's not as much work you know it's still a lot you know but when when the um over shirts went out or something you just sat there like shit what if they don't like it what if it's you know this that the other what if it just doesn't fit you know blah blah, blah. and then one came back and we were like, oh shit. And then he was like, oh, I just want the other size. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then once you get, we've had a few messages, like people are asking what that fields is and, you know, they love it and stuff. So that is just same as what you're saying. It must just keep you going over the next X amount of time. But um, yeah. it's just, I've got to a point where we're just really enjoying it, but I've never done retail. I mean, I sell a lot of festival tickets. We sell beer. I mean, people come to the pub and then they'll come back the next day and then they'll go away and come back the next couple of days and buy your product. So it's very different in retail. I'd mm. imagine because you're not buying a t-shirt every day, are you? you know, so. No, no, that's the thing. It's kind of like you, you see the regulars kind of roll around on like payday and it's kind of like, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit of a weird one because it's obviously like the stuff you're, I mean, at least the stuff we're releasing, because as I said, we're trying to move a little bit away from like the kind of tattoo stuff um and i guess go a bit more like streetwear um but it's it's difficult because it's like we've built this customer base based off the back of like the tattoo inspired clothing stuff yeah of course yeah, we yeah. Can't then suddenly but just go difficult. and change it and go like oh yeah, yeah now we're just doing like i don't know we're putting photos of dolphins on t-shirts you know or th three wolves crying at the moon yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> fuck it all that shit's coming back mate it's all coming I know, back. Yeah. It's mate, mate it never 90s. went away come on it never went away no, it never went away it was just the type of person who still wore it was very different yeah it's awesome stuff man but it's yeah but I'm just trying to over, back. I think my, my you, you want to rush everything don't you and get it done by just meeting people like yourselves and stuff and it's like just hearing more stories is what you need isn't it just because i i don't know how many sales people do i mean we've got we've only got been going like two months online we got a few thousand followers maybe like you, you just don't i have no idea you know i know do, do you sell. do you only sell online or do you do you have i know you said you at the festivals but do you actually have a stall at the festivals like selling your no, I've I've never 
done it yet because we've only literally just been up and running. I mean, we might look at it um, if I have time, but I'm normally working on the festival. But that's things we will look at. But, um, you know, there are, there are brands out there that I've obviously looked at. There's like P&Co and some other yeah, big, yeah. big brands. And I think, you know what, They're, I've done shops before. Well, not shops, but I've done pubs. I've done retail and stuff. And I think there's no cost in this now. It's just me and the wife. We can, you know, I can go and fill orders. I can do stuff. Or, or, you know, in my spare time, it's not costing anything. There's no bricks and mortar because we're using the house, you know, soon hanging up fine. Yeah. At the moment, now we've done all the legwork, like say, of getting all the um, designs together and the fabrics and everything's pretty much there and the business ready to go. It's like, well, we might as well just do it from here. And maybe we'll do like next summer, I might do a pop up or something and just keep it kind of fresh, you know. So instead of just having a store where people just walk in every day, maybe we just keep it, you know, like keep that excitement and buzz and i think also what we're doing because i can't um get all the products done that i want to we're kind of basing it on craft beer a bit where you know like these small brewers are the same they'll make a batch and it runs out it's gone it's gone and i think people really you know that draws people to a sale and i think well once those green um overshirts they're going to run out soon and it's going to take a couple of months to to, to make them and finance it's like well but i've got another one coming soon so maybe we just keep it small batch for a while, you know, and go, well, that one's gone. Maybe well, do it's, a, it's supply and demand, isn't it? It's, yeah, and I think yeah. that's where a, a lot of brands kind of, I guess, uh, well, fail, I guess, is the word. Because it's like they just go, and, we're, you know, I'm guilty of it as well, like running the brand when we had our mental period where it was like, you know, I was printing hundreds of shirts a week and they were fucking selling out and shit. And it's like, fuck, 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 I've got to print more. <laughs> But then it's like you release a new design and it's like, oh, you think, oh, this is going to sell. And you print a hundred of them. And it's just like, yeah. oh, fuck, this ain't shifting. And it's like, yeah, it's. It, I, th I think the smart, you've done it a very smart way where it is like, you know, I think you've obviously probably been limited in the way you've had to do it because of the route you've decided to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a very smart way at the same time because you are creating that demand, aren't you? Yeah, and like I say, I think, you know, like with prints and stuff, you know, um, you know, artists who do like one of a hundred and stuff. It's like, you mm. know, it just shows that there is a lot of love and time going into it. We're not just, you know, like it, it does take time to get these products because it, they're made properly and etc. So yeah, like it's the same with anything craft, isn't it? Like, yeah, it takes time and people appreciate that. I think so. Maybe that is the route that we. I suppose the bonus you've got is if you're, do you say you use some Stanley Seller stuff as well? Is that like t-shirts and things? Yeah, at the moment I'm using a Stanley Seller t-shirt and a sweatshirt on one of them. Yeah. yeah, so like if 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 there's an item that you really want to really want to push out or design you really want to push out, you can focus on those for doing that, and you can like right these these are our numbers items. These are things that if we need them, we can we can go and get them ordered up and printed out within two three weeks, whatever, as long as they're in stock. So yes, you, you, yeah, you, yeah. you've got like, you've almost got a, a double, a double stage of a, a double sort of a line in your business where you've got your exactly, brand, you've yeah. got, you've got that, which you can keep going with. And if you need to keep punch, or you can just pick a different color t-shirt and print it on that. If you want to, with the same line, you know, the fitting finish is going to be exactly the same. And then you've got those yeah. like unique pieces where, right, there's 50 of these, the people that have been buying the t-shirts know about, and they might be buying a t-shirt in the interim because they're waiting for this piece to be dropped. They like that's exactly it. I think that was that's exactly what I thought it would be like a yeah, you'll always have a t-shirt, you'll always have certain items that are always on that website and it'll keep it going. And like say 
the birthday gifts and stuff, but there'll be core products that that are a bit more expensive and they're the ones that all the love's going into. You know, I'm not saying they don't with the others, but like the shirt, the jeans and stuff, and they'll be the ones that, yeah, do just come in in the batches sort of thing. But and and it works and it works for us, so hopefully. So Oh, I'm trying... I hope it's talking there. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it just went a bit weird. <laughs> I just did an audible noise. Um, so uh, kind of on, on growth then, kind of where over the next like year or so, where do you see the brand going? Where are you trying to push it to? I, I know that's a really, really difficult hypothetical. No, question, no, it's fine. Like, I'm just curious I mean, to know whether yeah. you've got like a roadmap in your mind where you see the brand going. Everyone has that kind of dream, I suppose, when they started down there. Like, oh, this is what, you know, would be great to do. But I've done it with other things. So hmm. I need to take my time on it. Um, I just really want to learn. I like, genuinely don't know what sales are good sales. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We any, talked- any sales are good sales. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's very good of you, I think. I, I really want to explore socials a lot more with with this kind of you know medium because we again I just haven't done it with clothing, you know, how the, the ads and stuff that we'll run and things are so different to say like the festival business that I've done and stuff. Yeah. So I really want to explore what works for us and what doesn't work for us. Do we need to use someone to do that? Can we just do it ourselves? You know, like um just to get to grips with Shopify or whatever we're going to use a bit more, you know, like really explore what that can do and stuff. Um, get consistent ordering, like you said, and try and separate the business, like setting up the bank account so we know exactly what we've bloody spent on samples and stuff, you know, like see if I can just, it'd be nice just to get it to a point where it's running at itself, you know, that that's the, that's probably the next goal, just sort of, well, I think there's enough in there that we can order those things rather than dipping into savings or whatever, you know, just to help yeah. it out. So I think that's probably the next goal is just to try and get the business separate and, and running on its own, like a, its own little entity. And, yeah, really work out, like, it's really nice of you to stay on the socials, but then kind of what can we do to upscale it a bit? But I'm not talking, like, jump straight away because that never works, does it? Like, say, yeah. I don't want to be bringing up supplies, going, we need 6,000 of these and we can't do it. And it, and it all comes out shit or you know it'd be a nice problem to have i'm sure but we, we were talking to um uh uh house of skeleton like oh, i forget his name what's his name darcy joe joe so i should remember that's my missus name his certain name <laughs> 10 times a day um <laughs> uh, and he he uh i don't know if you know you've heard of house of skeleton yeah mate. a really really cool guy and Similar to you, actually, in that he's built like a following um, and he's done it by they did like some actual like pop up shops and a little they did like a little event with another with another brand that he knows. And he's still got people that buys that went to that first like little show that he did. And awesome. and it's not he's getting by, by all accounts. And we said, he's, you know, he's, he's selling some product and he's not got like tens and tens of thousands of followers. It's mm. all it's all he's got like what i think there's a couple of thousand over it is but they're obviously all like two thousand people that are really into you is that's way better than a hundred thousand that don't give a fuck yeah yeah exactly. that's what i'm learning that really quickly and and that's it's almost turned me around already and that's all i really want to do for the next year is just meet people like yourselves i've 
last time I was chatting to someone, they were like, oh, you need to go on this forum and this. And, you know, just really get just uh, just the war stories are the best thing, aren't they? Like, oh, no, we use these ads. They're better. Don't squeeze yeah, them. Yeah. Just talk to people. You're going to fast track anything. Just talk to people who've done it. I think that's always the best way, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, just touching on like screen printing, I think that's how all of us as screen printers do it. It's kind of like when you're starting out, it's like you watch a few videos on and it's like, oh, I can fucking do that. And then you get all the gear, and then it's like, and then you, and and then the next stage is panic, followed by I'm going to message people on Instagram and see if they can help me. And it's like we've like created this like awesome or created it's just kind of come about a bit naturally, and it Pav, where it's like we've just got this awesome network of like yeah. brand owners yeah. and fucking all this, and we all just chat to each other about all sorts of shit, whether it be garments, whether it we be just slag each other off. That's all we're doing. Yeah, that's all, all we're that, doing. You know. <laughs> It's, yeah, um, it's, it, 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 it's, it's no fast tracking that, is there? You've got to, no. got to make mistakes. You've got to do stuff, and I've done it a million times with other stuff. So I, I know there's no super fast way. I mean, I'd love there to be, and it would be something I do every day, and the brand will get big. But um, I'm happy to take it one step at a time at the moment. It's just really nice that you look up every now and then, and someone will go, "Oh, you know." Like, Oh, your brand's great. You know, like a couple of friends have been great. They always will be. But it's nice when it's someone outside of that group, isn't it? Yeah. Have I you mean, had that? Um... You go. I was, I was just going to say, we as printers get like people approaching us all the time for, you know, for quotes, people that start in brands and all this, blah, blah, blah. And they have this idea, and it's I'm, I'm not turning this into a brand bitch fest, by the way. It's, but it's like <laughs> every single screen printer gets them. And it's people who come and they think they're going to be the next Supreme. Mm. And it's just like, it's not dissing their artwork or anything like that, but most of the time it's just like, I don't see with that. Hang on, let me rephrase this. So people come into us that have no kind of following. There's no story behind the brand. All they've got is a design and they want it on a nice t-shirt and they expect to go and sell out straight off the bat. And more often than not, they'll come to you and it's like, oh, I just want to order 10, but next week I'm going to order a 1,000 or whatever. And it's like, they'll order the 10. They never, ever, ever come back because I bet well, you they've still got those fucking 10 T-shirts. It's <laughs> uh, funny you touched on, like, Supreme or Palace, though. Like, even with that, like, I've done... I mean, because it's an interest, which it probably is with you, and, you know, it's the same. Like, I've, I've read countless stuff or watch tiktoks or you know like you learn the stories of those guys as well because you are oh, yeah. supreme the, the backstory like, of that is unreal yeah and it, it's never like uh overnight you know same in music or no. whatever never an overnight success people are like, i'm just going to start a brand you know there's years of blood sweat and tears there's yeah. many documentaries you can watch on netflix now about it isn't there it's very, very rare that someone's just gone down that route you just you have to put in the work don't you? well yeah, people I mean, well, the, the, the problem the reason... is Will you stop doing that? <laughs> We're like an old married couple. You oh, can you, go on, you go. Sorry, you dear. Your turn again. <laughs> go on, dear. But I'm not making dinner. <laughs> no, the, the, I was going to say the reason. The reason um, that people like the Supreme logo and and everything and what it stands for is because of all the backstory, and they may not even realise it. Like they don't the 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 reason that Supreme logo is front and center is because of all the other shit they've had to do to make that something they can slap on literally anything. I think they did a crowbar, didn't they, Supreme? Like they can the reason they can get away with doing that 
and I think that I think they're doing it to take the piss a little bit as well, which I fucking love. The reason yeah, they right. can get away with it is because of everything they've done in the 20, 30 years beforehand. It's not <laughs> it's not because writing supreme in white in a red box is a cool because it's not fucking cool. It's just a word in a box. Like it, <laughs> the reason they can do that is because of everything they've done that's built up to that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's be- kind of what I was touching on with the brands that kind of approach me and you and every other screen printer. It's always that same stuff. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like it's it's a word. Yeah, like and that's it. But there's no story behind it. There's no kind of passion behind it. You've got an obvious passion behind the brand, and it's kind of like you know, even like your bio on your website is really short, but it's like I get why you're fucking doing it. Yeah, like, you know. anyone can anything you do. It doesn't matter if it's clothing or whatever. You know, like stamp clothes or anything. Like people just can see the passion in it. It just mm. just finds through, don't it? You you know, you go up to a restaurant, you know what one is the one where someone's there every night is missus is helping run it blah blah blah, compared to a chain that's got no feel or you know what i mean it's the same in any any walk of life isn't it like the the blood sweat and tears does sort of shine through things by the gram are always more exciting than things by the kilo aren't they that's 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 the way i view it like i know i know it's a a, a bit of a weird way of putting it but like a lot of effort can go into one, one or two really cool small little pieces that like yeah. some people absolutely fucking love, or you can put no effort into something that maybe a, a, a few hundred people love, but then how long is that going to last? How long? Oh, is it you, last? You, oh yeah, it's funny you say that. that. Drug, if you're a drug addict, then probably <laughs> there's some brands out there as well, aren't there? That that's. You know, like the insanely high-end ones, where that's kind of what they do. That's mm. I um, dabbled a little bit into that. It was just really interesting the way they'll be like, "Yeah, these trainers are ten grand," and it's like, "Wow, <laughs> I'm not sure how much of what we have now, brand-wise, with things like that, is like um, a, a, a tailback of like the whole postmodern art thing with the like the Duchamps and the toilet and all of that and like people things just being fucking weird and like seemingly easy to do for no fucking reason but worth like millions mm. and where that's obviously you know things bleed into other things and and the the line between art and fashion and branding is very very blurred and i think that's sort of that's happened a bit and people think well if i let, let's let's make this let's make this jumper out of 100 percent dolphin foreskin and sell it for fucking 800 million pounds and and yeah and if i can do that once <laughs> living the dream yeah but, you know, i love it that was the first thing that popped into your head was just dolphin <laughs> foreskin you know in a funny way it's kind of like with it being streetwear or pubwear or whatever it is you as a new brand to think you know it must be really hard to go you know what this is you know and you probably if you look at all the costs you could just go you know this shirt is gonna to have to be 400 quid and there are there are street brands that do that aren't they but i you know i always wonder like i'll go into like the end in london and there'll be like racks of brands that you barely know but like uh, hipster guys you know they're all over it but yeah their, their sweatshirt which you looks pretty much the same as yours will be like 200 quid you know what i mean where everything else i always wonder where they get that markup is it because it's been tanned you know or, or do they just go well we're a, that's what our brand's about i don't know i think that's always i think it's probably the second one in a lot of instances yeah it's thrown on them. i mean aside from anything else there's only so many places you can get a, a hoodie from 
and and like manufactured from as well especially like the premium stuff it's like you know even like, a, like yeah even like your, your premium Carhartt stuff is... like yeah i mean we're saying that i mean you can hardly you can't really not get cheap, car on wholesale it's um yeah i mean not that not that i found anyway i'd love to do some car stuff with downcast but um yeah you, you just have to buy it fucking retail and then it's like, if I buy it retail and then I print it, I'm going to be selling it for like fucking triple what it's worth. And it's like, that's not what the brand is about. Like we've always been about like kind of having stuff that's affordable, but quality. Yeah. But that was you know, exactly, yeah, that's my point. That, yeah, you have to go, do you know what? I need to make this affordable because I don't yeah, think. Yeah, of course. It's no, like, the, yeah. I think there's a lot of brands out there that do the kind of higher marked up garments really well, but I can see why their cost is justified. Like thinking of like, I don't know, you, you represent clothings and stuff like that. Like they're a really, really great brand and they use really top quality blanks. I mean, from what I can see, it's like RuPaul or blanks and then a fucking 15 quid a t-shirt blank like you know and then they've got like a fucking yeah, eight yeah. nine color print on it or whatever and it's had all the finishers they've got the little neck labels yes. they've got the hem yeah. tags and everything like that so it's like for those kind of brands i get it but then there's also the flip side of that is there's a lot of brands that are trying to replicate that but not putting the effort in yeah so it's yeah. like they're literally getting an as color heavy tee for fucking six seven eight quid and then putting a single color print on the front and trying to shift it for 90 quid yeah, like, I wonder sometimes like, oh. if you're a brand, you must be torn as well. Like you, Carhartt stuff, use them again as an example. I mean, the work mm. is so sturdy and it will last for a lifetime. Yeah. I wonder if sometimes they're like, yeah, that hoodie might not be quite. Well, there, 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 there's there's two branches for Carhartt, aren't there? Because there's yes. Carhartt, Carhartt Work and Carhartt Work in Progress, and their Work in yeah. Progress is their streetwear but my understanding is that it's they license their logo to another company that deals with that so they don't have like i don't necessarily have uh control over everything that happens with the carhartt whip side of things so it has to be relatively rugged but i've got uh, i've got two t-shirts that the same color one's a carhartt actual carhartt workwear and one's a carhartt whip and i bought them within two weeks of each other and i wore them pretty much alternately for like three or four weeks and the Carhartt one is still absolutely banging, and the Carhartt Whip one is going to bag it, and all the prints coming off of it. I mean, I've worn, I've, I do hard wear my clothes. Like I've, I've worn it crawling around the floor and doing shit and that, and um, yeah, just just crawling around looking for a muscle like a, like a toddler. <laughs> yeah, but, but there, there there is a there is a distinct difference for me between those two things, like hundred percent. I mean, and some of the even some of the whip stuff that is, you can tell it's been made, you know, like a shirt or whatever. But yeah, some of the it does feel like I've got the same. I've got some T-shirts and you think, I don't think I've even worn them because mm. it's awful kind of shape blank. Like yeah. It's got that thing just printed on it. You're just like, Jesus, you put it on and it's just like this weird shape. But yeah, it's just about that. I was supposed to get to that size. It's, it must be hard to keep an eye on stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, we'll let you know when we interview him. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost, I've lost all my principles. <laughs> we, don't want to, we don't want to speak to Carhartt work in progress. We want to speak to the real Carhartt. <laughs> we can't now. I've just slagged them off. <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd love to use some of their stuff for, for the brand. I just wish we could get it wholesale. Really, really wish we could because you just know how 
how hard wearing and rugged it, rugged it is and it's you know we we've looked into kind of like you know custom cut and sew stuff but it's, as you said it's like it like the minimum order quantities are just fucking ridiculous like yeah. the only thing we've had custom made is our socks um and yeah, that's because yeah. there wasn't anything on the market that we liked so our socks are made from uh organic cotton and then like the stretch in them is recycled polyamide and uh, yeah same, polyester. Yeah. The good thing with um, those ones, well, my ones are one size fits all as well. So it's really handy. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like seven to twelve or something like that, which covers yeah, yeah, most people. Um, but, but yeah, the socks weren't as bad. But I'm hoping that I've got a, an overshirt coming, and I'm sure it'll be, I love it. So you know, again, it's like if I like it, maybe there'll be other people that do. But so yeah. have you had that thing where you've uh, been out and seen someone wearing an item that you've made design no, yeah. no we've that's, only, that's an awesome one that'll happen it's a fucking mate, awesome one we, we had the football on the other day and two of my mates wore them but that was a bit different that was just them supporting that i was like oh you've got the jumper on it but um we did we went out this is my missus though to be fair um we, <laughs> we went out on a dog walk in the middle of in nowhere um we've moved outside of portsmouth a little bit um and the brand sort of based around portsmouth south sea and um we're walking a dog, and it's, uh, to be fair, it was Mrs. Had a, a Fields t shirt on, and I came up to her, and he was like, Excuse me, you're the Fields girl. She's in, when we started, it was just her or me in the pictures because we didn't have, and she's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. And then, um, yeah, so I was wandering over, and he's like, Oh my God, you're the Fields people, aren't you? And then we got chatting, and um, there was no affiliation to us whatsoever. He'd seen it. So that was funny. And all day I was just like, Oh, you got spotted, and you know. <laughs> It was probably just because there was a hot girl on, you know, and it probably wasn't much about the T-shirt, but she did get spotted for the brand, so that was quite cool. Um, but we quite got to that point where we'd seen someone wearing the clothes, which but, I'm sure would be mind-blowing. But I think that's equally as cool. It's just in reverse, isn't it? Like, yeah. She's just insta-famous because she's a hot woman. <laughs> you know, like, his missus was, like, down the road, and you could tell he was, like, sort of like, oh, yeah. Like, so he's just probably... <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the clothes you just follow him you know. but yeah so i kind of it was it was funny because we only had we only had about 500 followers or something and i was like wow there's something <laughs> so this is really good you know that's cool that's really cool I yeah I look last time we first time we saw uh somebody in one of our tees i didn't even fucking recognize the t-shirt Oh, really? it was like we were, yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't for not like the fucking print had washed off or anything. I just kind of like glanced at it and like just didn't clock. My other half was sitting next to me, and she was like, "Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it?" I was like, "What?" And she was like, "T-shirt." So like, what about it? And I was like, literally looking at it for like a good like fifteen seconds. I was like, "Oh shit, that's one of mine." It's like that's one of my fucking t-shirts on a stranger. I was just yeah, like, what the it? when it's completely detached from you, that must be. Yeah, amazing. yeah, it was. It's it's happened twice, and it was like. But that, I mean, the thing is, is we're primarily ninety nine percent of the stuff we do is all online, so it's yeah. like our t shirts are like you know we've got a lot of customers like in the fucking states and like a lot of stuff like goes up north or whatever you know it goes all around the UK yeah. like we're never yeah, yeah. never really going to see it in a real world situation it's like it just so happened like Brighton's obviously down the road for us and we were in Brighton and a few days before we'd had an order go to Brighton and then this bloke walked past us and it was just like well this is fucking weird isn't it but it's it's a proper cool feeling it's a really really yeah, cool I, feeling I was in Shoreditch and obviously very cool place to be and there was a guy wearing 
there's a we've got a local brand called Strong Island in Portsmouth, and um, he had a hat on, and I was equally as pleased for them. So I was like, <laughs> that's amazing because it's just out of context, isn't it? They've got a, they've got a high street shop in Portsmouth, so everyone in Portsmouth kind of wears it. But yeah, just, yeah. what was that situation? You know, I thought it was really nice. Do you want to hear my really cool Shoreditch story? Yeah. I'd never been to Shoreditch before. And um, my friends are living in London. You, came, you came back and grew a beard. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I started drinking fit in instantly just by how I am. And um, <laughs> I, I got on a train and got out to see my friends living in London. And um, I'd come straight from work and I'd been mucking about. I think I was doing some concrete. and so I, It was real dirty work. And I changed my trousers and I thought I'd thrown my shoes in the in my bag and I hadn't. We got up there and I had these dirty old Doc, Dr. Martins on. I had them probably the better part of 15 years. They're all scuffed up, they're covered in bits of cement and dirt and crap. And I was like, I've got to go buy some shoes. I was like, no, no, we're going out, we're going out in um in short, it doesn't matter, it's fine. But I was like, Are you sure? They're like, yeah, you're getting fine. So we get in this place, right? I'm standing there, my mate's gone to the toilet, and this guy's come up to me and he's gone, Oh, I like your boots. And I thought this guy was taking the fucking piss, didn't I? And I was like, shut up, mate. And he was like, no, they're really cool. And I was like, are you want? Are you taking a mick? He was like, no, no, they're really cool. And then he asked me this question, and that's why I knew he was serious. He said, um, they've got a lovely patina. Uh, who did you get to wear them in for you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, I said to him well, what I did was I bought them 15 years ago, and then I wore them every day at work until I looked like this. And he went, yeah, really, really cool, like really organic, man. And then just walked off, yeah, and yeah. I was like, that was the, it was the most fucking. I thought, I thought I've been had on. And I spoke to my mate, and he was like, no, that is just, that's just what they're like around there. I, uh, I, I thought that story was going to end with him saying, "Can I buy them off you?" And then you spent yeah. the rest of the night shoeless, <laughs> <laughs> walking around with no shoes. And then everyone yeah, be like, "Is he going with no shoes on?" Yeah, yeah like... can I buy your feet off you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please give me your socks. <laughs> oh. oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. Um, so did you, um, just on the kind of like taking it back towards like garments and scrape, uh, and garment decoration and shit like that, um, have you always gone down the screen printing route? Or have there been other things you've tried along the way? Um, so far it's been screen print labels obviously like on the other shirt there'll be uh, hanging labels and then I, I did a few um what do you call it you kind of sewn in kind of bits and bobs right, em embroidered yeah embroidered which i haven't haven't quite found works with my logo that well it'll look too much like it's pulling the shirt in and stuff but I'm what i'm finding at the moment and i think the customer already helped with this is like I was kind of like, like when I started, it is kind of streetwear and I'm used to, you know, like a Vans or whatever, you have the logo and then you've got the big one on the back. Hmm. But what I'm finding is a lot of my customers are buying the stuff with this. I've, I've kind of maybe taken it a little bit from Carhartt and other things where I've got my main logo, but I do use two other kind of little offshoots. And actually yeah. the little one is what people were buying and that's probably... Maybe that's an age thing, you know, like actually we just want to look a bit smarter down the pub with the little thing. They don't want the loud. Yeah, yeah. That's cut sorry, that getting back. So maybe I, I am thinking maybe I'll look a bit I've got a hat which I'm just embroidering at the moment just to see, you know what I mean? So that might be a route I go down more because 
I think the customer's just going to dictate pretty much. I'll always do something for myself. I'll always do the odd big back room. But actually, if that's what customer's going to dictate, maybe that's the route we go down. That's I've quite got... good because obviously that that's quite a difficult thing to sell. Like naturally, is a t uh, a plain t shirt with uh, something small on it. It's quite like because people like to feel like they're getting something for their money. Like they like to feel yeah. they want to get value out of it. And obviously, the reason people are buying yours that with that little logo is because they see the value in it. That 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 that's that's what I see. What you've basically just said is they see the value in your product, even if it's got something that may be perceived as you know not much the the logo ever. But that isn't what's important to them. The whole package is important to them. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good point. And I'm happy to. I think Levi's do it really well, and a few others mm. where they almost. And to be fair, again, when I spoke to my friends who. Uh, very into clothing and that they were like you should just have a, a gray tee a white pocket tee you know just with the little thing like levi or whoever um and that's it and i would have done that but then i wouldn't have been able to do anything on instagram after day two because i would have yeah so i'm happy to sort of have the ancillary stuff around it if the main stuff's selling do you know what i mean like that's mm. fine you know i think that probably happens with a lot of brands you know what i mean like vans will always have that vans yeah. sort of like won't they but they do a lot of other offshoots you know and if it find its feet and that's there's one thing that sells a lot but i'm still happy to you know i love the idea of just there's a golf t-shirt i want to do because i've taken up golf you know like i'm happy to throw them in in the summer and just do small runs and stuff and and keep like whatever the customer dictates is kind of like the main thing well that's that's the thing when you look at you know your, your vans and your levi's and and stuff like that like, say bands and levi's in particular because you've just bought them up but it's like yeah, the levi's yeah. are obviously known for their jeans and then everything else is centered or they're known for their denim and then everything else is centered yeah, yeah. around that and then bands yeah. it started with the shoes obviously and then everything else is an offshoot of that like yeah, yeah and it's yeah having that like focal point of your brand i think is really important i that's, mean that's always something that i've struggled with with downcast is it's kind of just like because i've got the facility to just like get some blanks and just fucking print it yeah i like uh, yeah. it forget that completely like it's so easy if I, jesus this brand would be all over the place because you <laughs> sweet shop aren't you like you sit here and go, oh, that's yeah. good yeah. and that's good you just feel <laughs> like so I'm probably quite lucky I don't have that. But the the central thing was supposed to be the was supposed to be the trouser, like a jean and a um, kind of cargo pack, whatever you call them, like a chino. But it's yeah. taken so long with the design process to get it right that actually, and I was impatient that the brands just got going. But I'm feeling like the over it's actually come and centre stage. Yeah. I don't know how you guys see it, but do you know? Um, do you know a company? Like painter jacket co yes yeah yeah they're doing some cool stuff as well because they they do all of their uh, they release it in batches don't they and it's all like over shirts and all that so yeah there's a company there's another one called service co i think um yeah yeah and they it's like based around chefs so they're yeah there is like chef's trousers are wide and they've taken that and made it into streetwear and there's some a few like that but again they're known for a certain thing and then you have yeah. stuff but I, again i was just a bit too overexcited and just got the brand going you know <laughs> but i think we have done it a few times with like pubs and stuff as well the customer really leads doesn't it where you go i think a lot of the yeah time. like you want it to be a certain type of pub or a certain brand but people soon choose it for you 
you know what I mean? Like you've told me already two things that you like about the Instagram that I would never have thought of, you know what I mean? So customers just kind of perceive it and it mm. normally in a direction. Awesome. Awesome, man. Um, so another hypothetical one for you. Um, <laughs> so if you could add anything to your business that you think it could give it a major boost right now, could be piece of equipment, cash injection, member of staff, premises, whatever, what would it be? Um, well, good one. I think the one thing we're just really lacking, or I'm really lacking, is just know how of the industry a bit more. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty good on socials, but just trying to like maybe there isn't any secret to it, but like just discover a bit more about someone had the key to kind of like how to get this brand going a, a bit more in, and in the right direction. I think like. Cash is always going to be what people want, isn't it? But um, yeah. I'm happy to get one step at a time and work out our cash flows and stuff like that. Um, I think everything else, design, I really enjoy what we're doing. It would be great if we could have maybe a, someone over here who can make stuff a lot cheaper. But, yeah, I just want to get it from now. I think we're ready to go. And I'm just like, what doors do we knock on? What social medias? We're going to put spend on stuff. Where should it go? And just... I'd like to just fast track that and talk to as many people as possible. Probably that's probably the, the main. I just feel like we're on the outside of the industry a little bit. Just like to kind of. I, I think in that, if I can make an observation there, um, yeah. the whole point for me for social media is that it makes people more social, and the only really way you can be more social people is to go out there and meet people and talk to them, and yeah. and really the, the the your instagram page your web page blah 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 that's where people can come to find you but that shouldn't be where they should be coming to be social with you i know it's i know it sounds backwards but that, that's sort of how i how i've always viewed it and, and going out and meeting people and speaking to them or even like making what you're doing on your instagram your stories like an actual conversation like a, 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 a that's that's the, that's the way to grow things it's not to like adverts and stuff, I suppose I've, I've never had to run adverts. So not something I'm I'm really au fait with. But generally, generally speaking, going out, meeting actual people, talking to everyone you know, you've clearly got a passion for it. Every person you meet on the street, just talk about it and go, oh, I, I do this thing, I make this, blah blah blah. What do you think of this? And well, that's kind of what we were talking about. We're going to to printwear, wasn't it? It's yeah, kind of just like getting all. So uh, I don't know if you've heard of printwear and promotion. It's uh, like a big. Um, conference for like garment decorators and and businesses yeah so that that i think you, that's exactly what i'm getting at like i do it in the music industry we have to go to conferences i have to you meet yeah. all of, like, and everyone's got war stories and you learn different mm. routes and that's kind of what i want to really get into now and already like me and you guys and a couple of other people i feel like we're going to start stepping into that but that's definitely the next route rather than rushing yeah. anything it's just want to know the industry a bit yeah, so I mean, we were we were talking about it because uh, me and Pav went up um went up together uh, last year and met a few people up there, didn't we? But this year it's kind of like we want to go again, but try and get like basically like as many people that we know up there just so we can have a big old fucking social, like you know, Golly, whether yeah. it's like brand owners or whether it's print shops or whether it's people we've had on the podcast and that. Like that was the original idea I had for the pod, like when I first started it like was to you know literally just fucking chat to people that was it yeah there's, no, there's nothing to it there's there's no fucking financial motive behind it there's no mass success motive behind it it is i just want to speak to other fucking brand owners 
And it's hold like, on, hold on. Are you telling me? Are you telling me I'm not getting paid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a really well, shitty way to tell someone. Well, you're going to slowly hold up like a, you know, packet of Doritos or something. <laughs> you know. But it's, you know, like th- th- there's not that like kind of uh, motivation there from like a financial perspective or like a growth perspective or anything like that. It's just these conversations were conversations I was having with brands and printers and fucking whatever anyway. So it's like, yeah. why not turn it turn it into a podcast and get other people involved, you know? And it gives us the opportunity to like speak to people like you who we've never spoken to before. Don't know if we would ha- ever have spoken because our paths may not have crossed. Yeah, no, it's great. I don't um, know what to explain. So now I'm just rabbit in a way because it, you just yeah. <laughs> and you've been doing it on your own. Like I, I can talk about all the other things I do with people, but this is it's quite a niche. It's not that you know, apart from everyone thinks they've got a brand in them or anything, but not that many people do it do they i mean it's but you know talking to the local skate guys in their shop and stuff but they they print their own t-shirts but they don't do a lot more than that they sell other brands but you know it is hard to sort of find people in yeah bounce off them and um i think the, di- the difficult thing to get out of is that is the the idea and the habit that people with other brands are an enemy and yeah. like, and the same thing with like print shop we're not we're not enemies like we we, we occupy the same space but it doesn't mean that we can't we get all on. We have and... our own niches, though. It's yeah. like you know, I've got niches, niches and nephews. I've got niches and nephews. <laughs> Such a twat. Such a twat. Such a twat. Bloody hell. But it's like you know, even with the, with like the print shops, me and Pav print for very different people. Like mm. you know, we've got a bit of a monopoly on like the fucking breweries around here. Whereas Pav, you do a lot of deal with bell ends. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've that called the market on bell ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> a lot of them around though, to be fair. So. Uh, fucking yeah, I've only got a magnet on my on my studio for them. Yeah, I've got, a, do, I got yeah. a mate who does a pizza thing, and he um well someone put me onto him actually, and he, he was doing it out of his house, and um he was just passionate, just so passionate. You could tell on his hands mm. in filming it, and he's just gone through. He's just got organic growth on his stuff because he just sort of talks about every little thing that fucks up everything you know and that was quite inspiring i was like kind of what thinking you know maybe that is a good route to go down you know his kids are in the background and it's just like really real and um we we print for a lot of pizza places as well and it's it's a similar sort of thing it's kind of like a a good mate of mine runs a pizza um, business that he's basically just gone full-time with and it's like, and they've got like a permanent residency and everything. And it's so fucking cool to see like the growth, like yeah. that it's like, it's come like, you know, he didn't have a background in it. He was never, he's not a fucking trained chef. He's not even Italian. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that exactly. Passion. And it's just really cool to see. And it's, you get like, like these little pockets of like passion in like loads of different industries. And it's the ones that are kind of able to stick with it for long enough that kind of, you know, rise to the top really, isn't it? The only um, um, the only problem we I genuinely have is that like, I don't really like being the center of it. Like, and we literally trying to get a middle aged man to take a fucking photo. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> you know I mean? And you're not paying them, and you you know, might be able to give them an item of clothing or something. But it's really it's quite difficult to find. That's quite weird. And trying to break it out of just me and the missus, if you know what I mean. That's like yeah, it's like, that's been quite hard. But um, but then. You can find, you know, I think I've read quite a lot where it says the best thing you can do on 
socials and stuff as well is to get people to say you bought one of my items to then get them to repost it or whatever you yeah. Know? yeah yeah that's something i was kind of trying to look into because that would be lovely if you had someone who bought something and they were pleased enough i think i think if it was a female brand maybe that would work better because girls are a, yeah. a bit more into maybe taking the selfie you know what i mean but yeah blokes to do that's a little bit harder no it is. it's going to be it harder is. as well particularly with your like your simpler t-shirts because that won't necessarily show up in a picture, like yeah, exactly, exactly. I've already had that. Exactly. But that's no, that's no bad thing. No, people, right. people, are, people are still buying them. They're still buying them. Like it's, it, it, it is what it is. I don't. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't chase too much about having uh, pictures of people and things. Like it's, 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 it's nice to have. But I like the little, like almost like lookbooks you have going on of like with yeah. your layers and things. I think that, yeah, that, really that gives you a real idea of, of, of what you're doing, more, more than seeing someone wear it will do in many ways. That's good, good feedback as well. I mean, we bought like a, just a cheap um, pull-down background kind of paper thing and a couple of lights that came with it. And yeah, it's just off the iPhone. Again, it, those ones are a lot easier to do. But it's yeah. amazing about how quickly you get through content, isn't it? It's like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you just get up and then... Uh, but I, again, I like... Because I might be in the pub and I've got a pub or whatever, or, or I'm at, I, over the summer I was really lucky. I'd be like on stage with Kasabian or something like that. So I was just like filming, nice. it. <laughs> you know, on there, and it looks kind of people are like, well, what does this black do for a job? You know, it's just hand- that is the most casual name drop I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't on stage with Kasabian. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm I'm just hanging out with Serge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then everyone's like. It's funny though because I'm I'm around that all the time and I'm backstage and stuff, but not you know I can't just go and say hello. So you know, and even if you did get him, so there's a this is a random one, but the guy who um I work with who does the food in our in, in our pub, he he also works in the music industry. He, what he'll do like production at Glastonbury and stuff, and he's like, oh, I'm off to the Mercury Music Prize. I've got to look after a band, you know, doing the artist liaison, make sure they're alright. I'm going to look after Wet Leg. Um, but from the Isle of Wight, which is quite near us, and I was like, "Oh, do you want to hook me up? Give him a fields bag, you know, just fucking about." And he was like, "Yeah, of course, like might as well." And I say, so he went up, gave it to him, um, and then it got cancelled uh, a night for whatever reason. I can't remember why. Um, that to evacuate the thing. I think the Queen died. That's what it was, or something. Anyway, but oh, um, bloody Queen but, ruining it. Yeah, and I said to him, like, "Oh, did you get?" You know, just give it back to the well, like it's like the girls weren't really that interested. So, but the drummer, um, he's important for quite a lot. He's uh, he loved the brand. I was like, oh yeah, thanks very much. And um, it it got rescheduled, so he went back up there and um, he he texted me and he's like, the drummer's wearing your fucking hat. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's oh. amazing. No, but my thought was he, he was like, he's like he, he was wearing it as like he wouldn't wear it on stage. You know, it's just his he was into streetwear sort of thing. But then how do you get you can't then ask him to take a picture, then get him to post it on wet legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But lucky you can just get stuff to people. I'm like, it's harder than you think. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I, I kind of know Lewis Capaldi's manager and agent, but you know, being that I'm not quite that person where it's like, can you get this to Lewis and then ask him if he'll take a selfie? You know, and they've all probably got those deals and God knows what anyway. So yeah, yeah, although it was a good name drop, it is actually harder than you think to get stuff 
I'm not. I'm not sure how well that would that would mesh with your yes. brand anyway. To be honest with you, because you're you know you're small batch or whatever. So if the, my instinct would be if something like that happened and they got photographed wearing it and then you ended up blowing up, if you if you can't then fulfil twenty percent of those orders because because you can't physically get the stock, that's actually yeah. only, that's going to do you harm, not good. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I mean it. It's just a funny thing that people were, you know, and I, made, I, I thought in the beginning, oh, maybe I can, I'll help. But actually, how hard is that to even to happen anyway? And even if someone like Lewis Capaldi loved it more every day, that means he's going to post it, does it? Or, no. Yeah. And like you said, the labels are tiny. So yeah, actually, that's like, no. I've tried, I don't know if you guys have tried it, but very small amount of uh, influencers that I've, tried i mean i've i have just sent another one out to a guy who seems pretty good but i one person i didn't even hear back from so they just got a free bloody jump yeah. <laughs> so get used you, to that get used yeah. to that yeah, yeah. and darcy's yeah. had to deal with that yeah. stupid yeah. learning the hard way you know like actually you, are these you have to though you have to it's you know we made a lot of mistakes in the beginning with trusting people that we shouldn't have trusted and yeah. you know lost money lost garments and lost trust in people in general and it was kind of just like when people get in touch with you you get in touch with people and it's like oh fancy a collab or whatever it's like nope yeah yeah I've had no, like, that. it's like you know we'll we work with a very very select handful of people now and yeah. occasionally add to that roster like we've just kind of started working with a new guy um uh from my fucking hometown coincidentally um, I later found out, but um, and he's been absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, and it's just like finding the good ones is so difficult. Like mm. we've been through a lot of shit, and they're they're people. I don't want to call them shit, but they are shits. Um, and yeah. it's like it's so fucking frustrating because they obviously don't appreciate the fact that you know we've put our own money and time into all this to go out and send you shit and then you're gonna literally just give us crap or give us nothing at all and yeah it's I, like, right i'm literally out of pocket now yeah yeah because, yeah, we, because you've decided to be a dick i've always like, been in the industry where i've always done like i, I did music with the festival and then with beer in the pub it's like now i'm doing the clothing it's like I've always seemed to pick things that people don't see any, they don't think there's any value to you in it. You know, yeah. I mean, a couple of tickets, and you just give us a pint. Oh, why can't you give us a pint? It's like, well, that's that's five quid there. Do you know, I don't just give you, <laughs> just give us a pair of socks there, mate, and a t shirt. It's like, what? Like, that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, but people perceive it, don't they, as a kind of, why can't you just give me a t shirt? Like, yeah. You know what I do is uh, if anybody asks me for a free t shirt, I'll be like, there's a box of misprints over there. You can have one of them. Yeah, you can have. The, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny, isn't it? How people's minds work. That that's you know, you don't go into the you just pick up a stapler and a thing and say, oh, I'll have that, or you know, it's just go go to the bank. It's like can I have some free money, please. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't work. And not unless you've got a gun, Pav. No, I did have a gun last time. That's probably why it works. <laughs> I want to ask. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. With regards to fields. What achievement are you most proud of, like with what you've done today? Is there one moment where you're like, or one thing that's happened, you're like, Bosh, like, I'm so proud of that, or is collective thing, or just what moment can you think of? Um, I think two, just the comments thing. One was someone, I can't remember what the comment was, or he, he messaged and just said, 
oh my god i love the green shirt uh, the overshirt um people were commenting everywhere i go look of course buck and they're asking what field was so that was just like wow you know and then um the other one where he sent he sent it back and i was like oh fuck like got our first return and he's like can i just get this in a large please absolutely love it you know but and that i think that was it really just just a bit of like um i don't feel like an imposter but you know it's not my field uh to, with, <laughs> <Oui>. <laughs> yeah. I, i'm really new to the the retail thing you know clothing and apparel and i suppose i mean i've, I've obviously i don't have a brand so i can't comment on what it, what it is like but i've seen people wearing things that i've printed for others so i get like that sort of second hand yeah. like proud moment when I'm like, oh yeah. I, I, I printed that like but yeah because like... you can't see it direct can you straight away it's just like validation of your hard work you don't know what you know sometimes like you said you bought something from car hubs the biggest best thing in the world you get it and you're like oh typical bloke it's crap and then you probably don't even end up returning it and then car hubs will never know it was crap you know what i mean so yeah well i was just really paranoid of that and everyone's just been great on the product and that makes you think do you know what it, uh, um like you were saying earlier like oh, should i carry on with it and it's like yeah definitely because there's something there do you know what i mean this, this isn't just another tacky brand maybe it is something that you know might might carry uh, on. I, I think you're definitely on the on the right lines and very um if nothing else you've got a super strong foundation for moving on and and, and taking things further I, I did i'll be honest with you I probably didn't do as much research on it as I should have done. I just like flicked through Instagram. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I had no idea the depths you went to for making your garment. I didn't realize how much manufacturing you had uh, within your garments. I thought you were a think, cool guy, got some, got some cool shit. Like, that was back in my mind was like, that's what the brand had to be. I think you guys have both just said it. How many people will just walk in and go, this is my brand. I was like, these things have to be made. Yeah, we'll do a t-shirt and stuff, but that was a lot of that stuff was based around a we need stuff to talk about on socials and b mm. kind of gonna have to generate money you know i can't just sell a yeah. pair of jeans and uh um you know there was ancillary stuff that needed to come and and that i suppose that brings around a brand but yeah i think the whole thing was based around wanting to make something properly mm. awesome awesome stuff man um av do you want to do some randoms uh yeah what was questions for us oh yeah sorry do you have any questions for us <laughs> no you, well, you i was gonna say like what why did you start the podcast stuff but you kind of said that already how long you've been doing it now uh so, oh god um not that long um so we're on season two now um <laughs> which none of it's been released as of yet uh, this will be the 12... 15th episode, yeah. this one? Anyone, yeah. uh, you had any proper weird ones where you're like, what? This isn't what we signed <laughs> up for. No comment. Uh, no, <laughs> not, no, not when no, I've been no, a, not when I've been a co-host. Yeah, so <laughs> Pav, Pav's the new co-host for this season. Um, last right. season, it was another mate of mine who runs a brand. Um, but no, I mean, we've, had, we've spoken to some really fucking cool people. And I think, you know, when I, when I first came up with the idea for this it was like 
I guess the inspiration or kind of motive for, for doing it was that during kind of COVID, there were so many brands that popped up because mm. people were obviously just sitting around yeah. not doing anything and so many really fucking cool brands. And I just wanted to speak to them. But then when we actually started the podcast, found that probably 90% of them had just disappeared because people had gone back to work. Yeah, that's interesting. So then it was like, okay, what's kind of like the next next best thing, I guess, in, in, a, in a sort of way? And it was, okay, we want to speak to brands that are doing stuff similarly to the way we do stuff or in a kind of similar vein in the sense that like they are actually involved in the process whether that's the printing whether that's getting fucking cut and sew garments whether they're they don't do any of the manufacturing but they're the designer and they're actually running their business because there's a a good chunk of brands out there now that basically just have they have a storefront and then it gets sent to a dtg fulfillment house and they never even see the garments like they get printed elsewhere and sent to a customer and they just never touch the garments and it's like it's such a like wrong way of doing it from my perspective i know there's people that are going to probably disagree with me on that but i don't give a (laughs) fuck like i'm a screen printer i you know i run my brand the way i do the way i feel is correct for us and it's Mm. like they're the type of people that like i want to speak to we want to speak to people that are involved in their own business in their own passion sort of thing and people that are passionate about what they're doing and that's like it's fucking so obvious from you which is why we wanted to get you on yeah, do you think you're? It's funny. I went to a. It's like this kind of. It's kind of a festival, but like a kind of. Um, it was a business hub thing, you know, like people like-minded people. You buy a ticket, and there were speakers there. Um, they had a really good speaker. I can't remember what it was a big deal. It was quite expensive kind of thing, but there was supposed to be someone from Lucy and Yak there. You know the. Oh, wait, oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. No. They didn't actually turn up, but you know, it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Handy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had the guy there from, um, what was it? The bet thing, betting thing. No, phones for you. The guy is quite famous. Um, he's like a billionaire. Um, nothing to do with clothes, but he was there as well and he did a talk and um, stuff. But this is the kind of thing, like in, in my industry of beer and stuff or music, there's quite a lot of conferences and stuff where something like you sat on a stage and chatting to people works really well i mean have you looked into that that already i feel like like you've said you you know i feel like you've got something really good here where i'm i would if you were like right we're gonna hire a pub in fucking whatever or there's a clothes conference and we're gonna have a corner of it and we're gonna put 10 of our brands in there like i know it's loads of work and stuff but i'd be all over that because again i i need to find my way into the industry and it's people like you Will help that's it's something that kind of along those lines like we we i have thought of thought of um but i think the main problem with kind of organizing is a from my perspective is time yeah and secondly expertise it's like i have worked in events previously but kind of nothing really related to that sort of thing um so it's just like i don't even know where i fucking start with it and i'm an disorganized mess at the best of times like you know <laughs> trying to organize getting people to somewhere is like no i leave that to my other half like i can't even get myself to the fucking airport on time i've turned up to a gig <laughs> a year early 
Like literally, I've turned up to a gig a year early before. That's how fucking disorganised I am. <laughs> Mate, if really it, cool. a year late would have been worse. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a year early. It was to see Jimmy Carr at the fucking Brighton Centre. I turned up and there was another event on, so they had bouncers or security guards outside the door. And I went to go and showed showed like my my fucking um, ticket, like my e ticket, and they were like, "You're in the wrong place." And I was like, "What do you mean you're in the wrong place? This is a fucking dome." Like there's no other there's no other dome in Brighton as far as I'm aware, and they were like, "That's this that it's the wrong date, mate." And I was just like, "Oh fuck, it must be tomorrow or something." And we went around the corners to go to the pub, sat down, looked at the ticket, and I was like, "Oh fuck's sake!" <laughs> and I so didn't good. tell Nick's my other half for like a good like ten or fifteen minutes. I just sat there in silence, and I was just like, "I am a fucking idiot. I am a fucking idiot." <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah it's the same with me and this you know like where do you find there's so much i think you could do on like on the shopify's and all these things you could learn about your customer and people that you know at the moment again yeah i think that's another parameter that's a pain is time isn't it it's just like just yeah yeah if i can take that leap one day where that's all i could do fantastic but mm. it's wild I like I, I like your idea about the sort of conferency thing, but I also think there's a lot of value in these sort of small scale conversations. I think I think there's more like I, I get more value out of speaking to just you and Darcy than I would if there was like twenty people there. I'd have an enjoyable time talking to twenty people, but I like yeah, to I like to get into the meat and potatoes or something. So spending like an hour and a half with someone on one topic and really diving in. Yeah. I think is is more valuable for everyone involved um, than maybe that's. Well, I saw. A, I was listening to a podcast of um, Jimmy, not Jimmy Page, uh, Robert Plant. He does one. Um, mm. You know, you're on the same level. That's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you hear uh, that, listener? <laughs> he did a couple of series, and then the last one in each series, he did live in like a. Uh, that's cool rough trade or something like that just a small audience and you know like what you're doing is just got you know if there was a kind of place where i don't know in the industry like you said where there's things going on you know what i mean it'd be, it feels like this has got a real nice niche for like a two o'clock of an afternoon at that time you just sat out there mm. you have a, have a- i mean the cru- crucial part of that is people would actually have to like us yeah that's true <laughs> yeah. That's I, I, don't, I don't even know what the listening figures are like i've just okay. They're not very high, but it's like you know, as I said before, it's. I know it sounds like oh, don't do it for the listeners anyway, but it's like I really fucking don't. I just enjoy chatting to people, and if we get listeners, cool. We have quite a, a regular like it's the same amount of listeners every time. It goes up like five, six, seven, eight, ten listeners, whatever each episode. Then it's um, like the same thing, isn't really it? Cool. Yeah, it's good to have those people who are listening, and then like fifty, and no one ever comes back or whatever. It's like, yeah, exactly. So, and that's that's really cool. And hopefully, one day, maybe it can grow to something a little bit bigger. But I think doing like a like a pub meet or something like that would be really cool. Not not anything like where we sit down and record it necessarily or anything like that. But like, I don't know, just yeah, to meet that would people be... that we've spoken to and like actually yeah. have like a physical conversation with them would be really fucking cool. It'd just be really nice. Like you know, yeah. For no me, like for, it. for me, that would be you know, like you say, like you go, oh, we're gonna go to Brighton. Everyone's gonna just gonna sit in this pub, you know. What I mean, like mm. it, it'd be invaluable for people like me. And I'm sure other brands that you're talking to because just the way they learn, isn't it? Just 
Yeah. I mean, may, maybe it's the case that we, because there's quite a few brands around us, around us. Um, uh, one of them's actually coming on the pod um, in, I'm aware this is being recorded ahead of time, so I'm just trying to figure out my timeline. Uh, he he, he well, It's be not being recorded the in the future, is it? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he's he's coming on in a in a couple of weeks um but yeah and he's he's just up the road from us there's another really cool brand called uh overgrown in brighton um so it's, there's a few really cool brands and it's like a couple of them have said they're not keen on coming on the podcast because it's just not their thing that's absolutely fair enough it's not everybody's cup of tea to come mm-hmm. on and you know talk about themselves and their brand and their story and stuff like that um but it's like even if it was like we organized something a bit more local and like you know you're not far from us like and come down we have a fucking beer and a chat and just you know literally a social like that's yeah. that's all this is about and it's you know just it's so quite it's quite difficult to sort of, of it. it's quite difficult to convey what this sort of podcast is really because like yeah it, 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 when you when i obviously darcy and i message people to say like do you want to come on or whatever um it's a really weird conversation because it's like, oh yeah, do you want to come on this podcast? And they're like, what? And like, are we just, we just, it's like an informal chat, and and like the only the only time people say an informal chat is it's the police and you've done something wrong and they want to try and <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> to come for an informal chat. Yeah, I think it's more. I think people probably saw it. The more you know, we were talking about you just get these messages of like, do you want to do this? Do you want to? Do? And it's like, are these real? I don't, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a proper look, and I was like, "Oh, these guys actually seem like." We, we, we generally we make a point when we when we start trying to get people on, we make a point of actually having a conversation with them first before we go. We don't just launch in. Well, Darcy might. I don't know. We don't just launch in with, "Come be in my podcast." <laughs> it's like like we try to. I, I tried to speak to them, like find something that I like that they've done, and have a genuine conversation with them about it first. And then it's like this is like a, a, a microcosm of the conversation we could be having. Like, it's just, it'll be recorded, <laughs> please. <laughs> I think yeah. same, but it's probably the same for the others though. For me, it's just a bit of like therapy almost. Someone <laughs> you know, in the same, yeah. I don't know that many people in the industry. So it's just lovely to, to talk. Well, it's to finding your tribe, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. And, and being out yeah. of here, people have got the same problems straight away or, actually those things you've done wrong don't worry it's not just you it's like i think it's quite unusual to have a unique problem i don't, I don't think there are many problems that someone else hasn't already had you you forget mm. that don't you when you're just on your own and, yeah. yeah well that's great like being able to do it from your bedroom or whatever and you know it is good but yeah you do miss that kind of interaction with people i think it's quite a, it's, it's quite a, a recent like way of operating for, yeah. for god knows how many years it was if you wanted something you went down to a shop you had a conversation with the person behind the counter or the person that was trying to help you find the size and whatever thing it was and you, you if you went into a shop you went into that shop knowing that there was something specifically in there for you and that's not how the internet works the internet there's something for everyone but it's scattered fucking everywhere yeah it's i'd love you know i've always had a it'd be great to have a little shop but it is yeah the, it, is it needed in this day and age like exactly what you're saying like mm. that's, that's like my dream for for downcast it's like you know so I, I grew up skating i still skate occasionally and mm. like my whole kind of upbringing was just spending time in like skate shops yeah. and it was like i want to kind of create that with downcast i want like a downcast skates or like you know but like a skate shop mixed with like the brand that's like my 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 childhood dream sort of thing Obviously, and you're gonna call it downcasters aren't you no. 
Right, you've got more of a chance there because you're also if you've got skateboards and etc., then people are coming in to use it for a reason, and then and then you've got. I, I did actually find a premises. <laughs> I was like, I brought it up to my other half, and she was like, "No, absolutely, no, fucking <laughs> not. absolutely fucking not." I was like, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'll go back to my room. But it's hard. Yeah. Like, once you get into all that, like, we've done it with the pub and stuff. Like, it's, it's just becomes a ball like, like everything else, doesn't it? Because of rent, this and that. And it's a big, big outlay for something you might, I don't know. Again, I've never had a clothing shop, but if you're not selling something else like skateboard and, you know, fixing skateboards and blah blah blah. That's kind of cool because you then you've got although while well, they're in here and there's apparel everywhere. That's great, but yeah, it's just your brand. You know, I don't have any. I don't want to be selling Carhartt and everything else. I just want to do my brand. So just having a mm. alone high street unknown brand is pretty fucking hard, isn't it? I'd imagine. You know, so it's a, it's a massive risk. Like yeah, we're you looking like, into yeah. um we're looking into pop ups and stuff like that for next year and festivals and all that as well because i mean festivals are something we're they're ones i can get into and that's something i got this idea of maybe doing like a brewery tour or something with a street food brand or something you know maybe the pizza cool. guy. maybe we go around to it each thing and beer and pizza sounds like a terrible idea if i'm honest mate i don't think those two really go yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't know if that'll, that'll ever take off nah <laughs> but yeah like it's that kind of Breweries love it because it's just something different, you know, like, um, you know, you've probably got a local brewery or they've got loads of bright, you know what I mean? You just have little pop-ups or something and then you can make yeah. a bit more about it. And then I've looked in the idea of a couple of festivals, um, but I might just target like slightly cool one. I don't know. See, but yeah. you've kind of hit on the problems of small business. It's like you pay the money to be at the festival mm. and then you stock, it might piss down with rain and you only sell your hoodies or, you know, and that's mm -hmm. not product it was because they just wanted to buy a hoodie and it's like what you're doing it for you know what i mean like fast bucket them definitely but mm. i don't sell all my products because they were cold you know what i mean i want it to be we get that yeah. off a lot you know like we sell all the hoodies as soon as the sun goes down and it's yeah cool it's just because everyone's freezing or the beanies and um i'd like to go to some maybe something like end of the road or something cool and small where i can chat to people like this and this is why we did it and uh, like kind of organically i'm not unless unless we set up as a business and i was doing it for a living then probably be like actually we need to go to that festival once a year because we make five grand and that really helps with the pnl or something do you know what i mean but yeah. i mean there's um there's a uh there's a cool festival um happens in portsmouth it's called victorious yeah yeah put I mean, you in touch with a guy involved in it if you want so my problem with that one is i've seen it with all the traders there and it's a really good thing don't get me wrong it's like you're it's packed and you will sell stuff but you you guys earlier like how much stock do you need where what's gonna yeah. sell people only want certain things it's like so if it's just about making a buck then those festivals are perfect you know what i mean and you don't need print quick t-shirts that you know your your quickest product you know what i mean probably get a load of yeah. hats when you bucket hats maybe look into that but again that's not you know is that I mean, what you the, i think that the way would that we would do it if we went and did um for example a festival like victorious if we ever came and joined you guys um would we would we would basically live print so we'd yeah. have 
four designs exactly. or whatever that would and, and literally think, just would have the blanks and then if we don't fucking sell them we can just fucking take them home and then i'm going to also what's nice with anyway. that is that gives some, that's a reason to be there like we find it yeah, yeah. traders is like same old same old same old like if you want to sell garments then become yeah. a seller and you'll sell go to china get a million bucket hats and you'll sell them all and make money if that's what you want to do but if you want yeah. your to stand out because yeah you need to do different stuff people who just give out flyers or whatever it just doesn't work anymore so i think we'd yeah we love the idea of taking like the camper van and open it up and making it all building talking about stuff and thinking of quirky stuff like that you know it's great so yeah see it silly of course have, you, want to make have you considered doing a pop-up in a pub call it a, a pub up being pop as you are pub where yes. you could like you could like just have a a nice little setup in a pub that's that's who you're selling to anyway yeah they're your customers are already there and they're probably not going to be going anywhere for a couple of hours it's not a bad shout yeah just on a saturday day sort of thing and yeah i love yeah. that not on a saturday night that's guaranteed no, not on a saturday. Saturday. <laughs> that'd be the worst idea your stock but we um we used to do beer festivals um and we used to get people like that in though because it's just nice content again you know like mm -hmm. and, yeah. And then the sort of things that, again, like, yeah, that's why I thought of breweries, which is pretty much the same, same thing, isn't it? People go, breweries now are kind of like they have a tap room, don't they? So it's, it is a pub, essentially. Yeah. Um, that's, that's I mean, we, we, we print for a lot of breweries, and it's kind of like I am kind of opening up the discussion with them for, like, doing some live printing at their place for for them, something, oh. not for us. So it's kind of, it is something that's on my mind to speak to them about at some point, but it's kind of think, like I'd rather do work for them first that's going to help them rather than me going, oh, can you do me a favour now? Do you know what yeah, I mean? That, like, that's the problem that I think people are like, why don't you give your stuff to bands? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And like, do you know what? A lot of people have got their own merch, haven't they? You can't tread on that. So that's, you, you do have to be a little bit careful. Like the same with breweries and pubs are like, well, we're trying to sell our own t-shirts actually, mate. Like, All right. So yeah, you have to be a bit, bit wary of that. Yeah. yeah wants to have their own merch line don't they hmm. yeah but it's, i mean it goes back to what pav was saying is nobody's trying to step on anybody's toes are they it's just trying to kind of make people realize that i guess i mean what we would do with the live printing with the breweries anyway is like as i said it's printing their own stuff and then maybe like we come up with a couple of designs and it's like so if we mm. had like a like a four four color press we can load four single color designs on it have two of our own two of theirs yeah, and whatever sells we keep a certain amount of the cart and they keep the rest of whatever you know it's kind of we're exploring that idea a lot more but it's kind of like i think that the time's probably a bit past now um it's probably something to look at in summer when they they get busier again and stuff so we've got time we've got time i do get i do get jealous of the trailer because i where we've run the festival it's a huge thing and it's thousands of people it's like you work on it all year and you're knackered so sometimes i think oh it'd be really nice just to trade there and just have that little yeah. store having a beer do you know what I mean? selling some, i think oh that that does look good fun to be fair and then yeah. go off and enjoy some music and stuff and the kids love it as well like my little boy's always like Daddy, can we do? He, he loves the idea of having a little shop as well. So it was like <laughs> summer, sometime, you know, where we do go to. Oh, mate, put him in there. People will just buy everything. Yeah, yeah. true. I might buy him. Mine, mine would just be fucking pulling all the t shirts all over the floor and being like, Daddy, I'm cleaning the floor. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no. It's like a fucking eight pound blank, you little shit. <laughs> 
and they'd spend more money at the festival than you'd make, wouldn't they? Like, yeah, exactly. Can I get, exactly. Can I get another skitty? Can I get ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. right. Uh, should we do the randoms, Pav? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll kick yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask you a couple, uh, is it three random questions each. Yeah. So just answer however uh -huh. you can. Um, not to freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be weird again. <laughs> uh, who's your favourite, Darcy or Pav? <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's not fair. No comment. It's not fair on Darcy. I agree. Yeah, no, it's not fair. <laughs> You're a fucking bastard. You wrote the questions. No, I did. Um. If you had to replace your hands with something other than hands, what would you choose? I love the look on people's faces when I ask that question. <laughs> Panic. Shovels, maybe shovels. Ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> work, work, eat, and knock like people out at the same time. Wasn't there a um a, a mock superhero film where one guy's uh, superpower was that he was really good at shoveling? Or am I making that up? <laughs> that sounds like something that's come out of your brain. I'm not sure it's a Marvel character or anything. I think he was called the Shoveler. <laughs> we'll Google that later. I'm sure I'm right. I'm sure I'm right. And if it's not, then... you're going to end up on some really weird websites if you start yeah. typing in the shoveler. I just vaguely remember it. Oh. Is it my go? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what game show do you think you could win? I'll tell you what, I couldn't win. <laughs> um, the little one had to go to one of those ninja places the other day for a kids party. You know that program? Oh, yeah. oh, the ninja warrior thing, yeah. Yeah, and um, when the kids were all went off to have their pizza and stuff, I was like, oh, have a go at that. That's easy, isn't it? <laughs> Just jumped up. You know, they got these things you barely do, like one of them. <laughs> Tried another thing, barely do that. The next day, I couldn't. Just couldn't move my arms. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not 20 anymore, and I couldn't have done it when I was I mean, yeah, to be fair, it must be difficult with shovel hands. Yeah, exactly. That was the main reason. It wasn't my body weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a game show that I couldn't win. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you flipped on us. That's fine. We'll, we'll accept that. Thank you. Um, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? <laughs> <laughs> Um, lumpy yellow shit. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan of peanut butter. So. Nut spread. Yeah, lumpy. <laughs> lumpy. <laughs> no, yeah, nut spread's a good nut, nut paste. Oh. Yeah, weird. Is it my go? In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? Massive load of porn. 
That's kind of what it is, isn't it? With a sprinkling. Yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Very good. Um, would you prefer to be too hot all of the time or too cold all of the time? Uh, too hot. I think. Nothing worse than being absolutely freezing, is it? Gets to your bones. Yeah, but it's much easier, much much easier to warm up than it is to cool down. You missed that. You missed the word constantly. Yeah, if I had to live in like a hot country. Versus... Oh, I see what you mean. No, I think I'd still rather be constantly cold. I'm sweaty as it is. <laughs> sweaty bitch. I'm so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm quite sweaty as well. I still enjoy warm, warm and cold. No, I think I'd rather be cold. I'm a cold person. I'm cold. I don't have a heart. I've got a brick on a string. It just it just slides from side to side. <laughs> oh god. Um I think this question's probably um fairly obvious because you'd be doing one of your other ventures, but if you weren't doing what you do now, what do you think you would be doing? Um Oh, I'd love to. I've got a million things I'd love to do. I brought a camper van in lockdown. Um, I've never really been, well, I've done camping, but not not like modern camping. Mm. And uh, I went to quite a few of these hipster ones. Uh, I just thought it was the best thing ever. I thought I'd love to run one of them. Look like loads of fun. You, you ever go to them? They're like kind of fire pit and all that stuff. And it's just no, like. No field and like uh they'll have like a pizza doodle rock up in the evening or something and it's just all like just like this is great little business yeah <laughs> like they had a little shop in the morning like local bakery would drop off croissants and stuff and they got a coffee thing and i just thought this is a nice little bit it probably don't make any money but be well into yeah the owners are out getting pissed up with the campers every night probably <laughs> yeah they're right. they're driving around this little tractor and they're dropping off firewood that you pay for yeah add-ons it was really good i did uh me and my other half stayed at one um we've stayed there a few times but i went there on my stag do so we were planning my stag do and fucking people couldn't make dates and everything and it literally got to the week before and i was like we've got nothing booked i was like i don't know what the fuck we're supposed to be doing so we booked this uh campsite that we've been to a few times and uh yeah just got absolutely obliterated for four days it was great but it was similar sort of vibe like this this bloke just drove around and they had like They'd taken all these, um, like the insides of like a like a washing machine, like the drum, and turned yeah. them into fire pits. And they came and gave you a fire pit and drove around with firewood and like they had a pizza place and stuff like that. It was well cool, really, really cool. Yeah, I love the idea, but that's a job for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't know if there's any money in it. A lot of farms do it, don't they? They just use like yeah. Yeah, glamping and all that, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably what I'd like to do. Who knows? Nice. Just their retirement. Have you um? Can you think of any other brands you think would be good on the pod? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've got a mate who does the skate brand actually in Portsmouth. He was he was really helpful. Um, they've actually just opened a skate park. Crazy. Oh, cool. So there's a Sainsbury's um, that's not being. It was bought by the council, and it won't be developed for like three years so they've let them uh build it into like a community skate park which is fantastic that's um, wicked uh his name's jake he's a great guy he's um a bit of a stoner just 
but he, he's getting stuff done. And he, um, his brand's called Wooden Wife, which is just the best name ever. For, um, Wooden Wife. Yeah, it's cool then. Mrs. Nice name, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd be great to have on here. He's just a lot of fun and energy. Um, he'd be willing to it. Um, the, other, the other one in, um, the other, sorry, the other one in Portsmouth is Strong Island. I think I mentioned before. They, yeah, um, it's very Portsmouth centric. Um, do a lot of South City stuff. Um, just like I've suburb in Portsmouth but they 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 have their own um it's also like a kind of I don't know what you call it like a kind of website page where it's just got news about everything they do features yeah you know, I don't know like if a brewery okay. does a or something opens so they have like it's like a collective that's really nice they can oh, go cool. yeah awesome uh would a, would, would and wife were already followed by our friend Jimbo Darcy oh. he knows mm. everyone <laughs> good good lad uh, he's a good lad and his missus runs it and they're just I think they're taking a little bit of a break while they're doing skate park but um, they were really helpful that's no, cool awesome mate yeah we'll get in touch um, where can people find you um, <laughs> just your address I'll be fine <laughs> yeah my home address uk. That's where to find us. Nice. No, no, no other socials or anything. What about your Instagram? Oh, I don't know. This is a good question. It's Instagram is fields underscore apparel. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day actually, where I get stuff printed, and um, he actually knows the guy who started Pinko and a few others, and they. Oh, yeah. Mend that I drop the apparel section because they were like, if you look at a lot of stuff, it'll be Nike, Adidas, um, there's some other brands where they. Uh, he, he gave me a really good example. They were like, it was so and so, and then they cut it down and it did really well. So, that was quite interesting feedback. But I think Fields might have actually gone the name, you know, to something else. But hmm. I think your I think your brand's cool, Partic particularly with your actual manufacturing that you do. I think that yeah. it, it it just works. I shouldn't. Whoever, all the fuck do those people know? Listen to me. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I can't, but that's what I don't. I don't know if I can change it because of, you know, there are other field things out there. You know what I mean? So it just works. But um, yeah, it was just interesting feedback. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. That's all that matters. All right, last question. It's a difficult one. <laughs> What's the meaning of life? Meaning of life. Um, I don't know, but what I have learned is you can plan for the future, but you shouldn't don't plan too much. Do you know what I mean? Like as you get a bit older, you boys are probably a bit younger than me, I think. You people come and go like within life or you know, family members and stuff like that, and you think, geez, you, you probably do exactly what I do. You're always like in five years I'm gonna do that and then we're gonna and in ten years when the kids are there, you know like so actually you've got to meet in the middle of it and live a bit now. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm probably I'd probably live a bit too much if I'm honest. Yeah, I used to and then I just now I work like crazy. It's like actually yeah. I want to meet in the middle of it, bit, bit of, you know. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think maybe what I'm trying to get around to, yeah, have a bit of fun and a little bit of bit sensible, but neither of the neither too much of one. Maybe. Everything in moderation. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Definitely. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us, mate. Um, yeah, we had, a, we had a really, really great chat, a really good time. Yeah, it'd be great to stay in touch. And um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and even yeah, you should definitely start something where there's a kind of little forum or something. You know, it'd be great. Chat to like people. I let Darcy do that. He's got loads of time. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you, mate. Um, yeah, we'll catch you soon. Stay in touch. Yeah, definitely stay in touch. I'll, um, yeah, I'll have, you, but you haven't got a shop, so you're just working from your your own house, is it? Or you? No, no, we're we're not based at home anymore. We're we're oh, say that we're split over home, and we've got a unit. Um, oh, unit right, yeah. So yeah, all over the place. I print oh, from it? home. I literally walk out of my door and turn left and walk into my garage. Nice. It's quite a nice garage, but it's a garage nonetheless. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to go out and meet people like the same thing. Like my mates just started working at home. He he did out his garage, and now he's like, fucking hell, I need to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> my problem is I I speak too much to people, so I speak loads and loads and loads, and I realise I've run out of time. Then I'm up to like four a.m. finishing jobs off. Oh right, yeah. I've got the yeah, I'm a bit bit too chatty if anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well. Thank you so much. It's been really good fun. No, oh, thanks, Andy. Really appreciate it. You, 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 yeah, you're, stay in contact. All right, you take, got care, a take care, packing mate. Brand. Cheers, buddy. Have a good one, mate. Bye.